Hey folks, welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. This week's episodes are brought to you by HelloFresh. I love HelloFresh. And why do I love HelloFresh? Because it is, it's not a meal delivery service. It's a fresh ingredients delivery service, right? HelloFresh sends pre-measured, mouth-watering seasonal recipes with all the ingredients, the spices, the instructions, and everything you need right to your door. You skip trips to the grocery store. You can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, which is why it's America's number one meal kit. We're busy. I'm busy. September is the busiest month of the year for the smoking tire. We got sh- long shoot days, long transits. The last thing I want to do is go to the grocery store, figure out what it is I'm going to make, and and then start from scratch. Sometimes I have to buy big jars of spices to make one dish, and then I don't use it again for a year. I mean, like, what a waste, right? So what HelloFresh does is you go to their website which is uh, HelloFresh.com slash Tire 14 We'll get back to that. You choose the meals that you want to eat that week. They have so many selections, and there's 50 menu and market items each week. They always rotate it up. There's vegetarian options, calorie smart choices, extra special gourmet options. There's something for everybody, right? There's like Asian stuff, Italian stuff, American stuff. It's like all over the place. It's really, really good. And then they send it to you. Each week, each thing is like in its own little bag, right? You open the bag and you got the recipe in there. You have all these little spice packets with exactly like pre-measured everything. You have exactly the right amount of produce to make dinner for however many people you select, right? If it's like a one-person meal, a two-person meal, and you have exactly the right amount of food, exactly the right amount of ingredients, and there's no food waste. You're not throwing away good food. You're not buying big jars of spices and seasonings that you're not going to need. It's a great value. HelloFresh can be over 30% cheaper than shopping at grocery stores because of the pre-portioned ingredients. It ensures you won't spend money on excess food that ends up going in the trash. HelloFresh offers uh, flexibility, so you can can customize your order on the app within minutes. You can easily change your delivery day, your food preferences, your plan size, or if you're traveling or you just want something different, skip a week whenever you need to. It's easy, and it's especially easy for people who love to cook because loving to cook doesn't always mean loving to dig through these endless recipe books. It doesn't mean wandering the grocery store going, oh, what do I want to make? Like I like like cooking and sometimes I need that kick to be like, here's a thing you can cook. And what I, what's happened with HelloFresh for me in the past is that I end up saving the recipe cards and then going back and making those dishes on my own later. They add to my repertoire. Meanwhile, HelloFresh keeps sending me new delicious stuff. They saves me time, saves you money, and I don't feel guilty throwing waste food in the trash. So go to HelloFresh.com slash SmokingTire14, the number 14, and use code SmokingTire14 for up to 14 free meals, including shipping. So you got to do the SmokingTire14 thing twice. HelloFresh.com slash SmokingTire14, and then use code SmokingTire14. Gets you 14 free meals, including free shipping. And uh, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit for a reason. The food is delicious, it's fresh, and it doesn't go to waste. Tire, or HelloFresh.com slash SmokingTire14, code SmokingTire14. We are, <clears throat> woo! We're also brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is a, a new type of daily fantasy sports book. Did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? 
shouldn't be that surprising. The game is rigged against you because you're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. Fact is, you don't stand a chance. Now, Introducing Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Now, here's how it works Stat Hero shows you the lineups and then dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup instead of you versus everybody else. You name your stakes, winner take all. You've got the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else is doing that. Stat Hero has made fantasy sports more fun because you got a better understanding of who to draft and what players to watch out for. Fantasy sports players need Stat Hero. You are in total control. It's daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. -on -one. So play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash smokingtire, sign up for free, and then right now you get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash smokingtire. That's stathero.com slash smokingtire. We're brought to you by Dylan Optics, the official eyewear of the Smoking Tire podcast. Going on almost 12 years we've been with Dylan Optics, and for a reason. The glasses are amazing. It's like HD life. Zach and I are out in the desert. We're up in the mountains. When I go skiing, when I ride my motorcycle to prevent glare, the NIR lens technology doesn't just look cool with the matte finish lenses that come in a whole bunch of different colors. It's actually a double polarizer that really does cut down that glare, cuts down that brightness without cutting down your ability to see very, very clearly. I love Dylan Optics sunglasses and you know for me the fact that I'm in front of a camera and that beautiful matte finish it doesn't reflect the camera back you're not wearing mirrors on your faces it's not like that Hunter Thompson fear and loathing thing right and they got all these different colors for the lenses they have aviator style wraparound style wayfarer style and I mean they're adding new styles every month. There's like at least 25 different styles you can get. You can mix and match your colored lenses with the frames, ensuring that the pair you wear is totally unique and you will never see another person wearing the same glasses as you. So go to thesmokingtire.com and click on the Partners tab, right? Right at the top of the page, it says Partners, and then you'll see Dylan Optics right there. If you use that link to buy Dylan Optics sunglasses, we will send you a free smoking tire t-shirt with every purchase. You buy two pairs of glasses, you get two t-shirts. It's that easy. Dylan Optics are uh, assembled in the USA using Japanese and Italian components, uh, assembled in Scottsdale, Arizona, and shipped directly to your door. I love these glasses. I will only ever wear these glasses. I got like a dozen pairs of them, and I started with Dylan by buying a pair of their glasses. They didn't find me. I found them, and we love them. So go to go to thesmokingtire.com and click on that Partners tab to get yourself a fresh pair of Dylan Optics sunglasses. Last but not least, the Smoking Tire podcast is now on Patreon. Lots of people have been asking us for the same types of things for the 11 years we've been doing this show. Number one, 
How do we listen to the show without advertising? Number two, how do we watch the show live when you do it? Number three, how do we eliminate that lag time in between the live show and the Tuesday, Thursday air date? And lastly, how do we get even more Smoking Tire podcasts than before? The answer to every single one of those questions is on our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash the Smoking Tire podcast. That's where you're going to catch the live stream. That's where you can have a totally advertising-free listening experience, and that's where you can get yourself an extra Ninth Smoking Tire podcast each month, only available to our Patreon patrons. The prices are very affordable. You absolutely get what you're paying for. And this is uh, in response to the things that people want out of this show. Live streams, no lag time, early access, and an extra Smoking Tire podcast every month, all available starting at just three bucks a month over at patreon.com slash the Smoking Tire podcast. All right, on this episode of the podcast, my old friend Larry Casilla, the founder, CEO, and the face of Ammo Car Care, AmmoNYC.com, AmmoNYC on YouTube, AmmoNYC on Instagram. He is uh, one of the best detailers on the planet, and he turned his skills uh, into making his own product line with his own chemistry. It's not private label stuff. He is, uh, and as you see, on, you'll see on this show, he can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. He's always trying to do it. He's always trying to do it right. He's always trying to do it ethically and legally. And he's going to run himself into the grave trying to do it this way. Um, he's a maniac. Uh, we love him. He's answering questions from our Patreon. It's Larry Casilla of Ammo on the Smoking Tire Podcast. And uh, we will get to them. Larry Casilla is here. I am. Um, I'm amazed you're awake. And you're probably just barely awake. Pretty tired. Yeah. How many, how many hours? What did you just do about... 18 hours on uh, Musto's car? Something like that, in two days. In, in two days, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 18 but hours. It was, like, it was like eight or nine, ten, eight or nine yesterday. Eight right? or nine yesterday because we stopped at seven. Right. And we started at 8.30 today and yeah. went to whatever time it is now. 2.30. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bunch. bunch and then Kevin hours. was here, uh, Kevin Brown, and Derek was here. Derek was here. We worked with your guys, more importantly. I think their eyes were like, oh, my gosh, like, this is a lot of work. This is yeah. different. It's, yeah. not, it's not what you guys do. There were so it? many tools out. I went downstairs <laughs> like, are you guys rebuilding the car? <laughs> Holy shit. There were actually probably more tools than if you were actually taking the engine out and rebuilding it. I think you need you need more tools to do this. And that's probably the third most amount of tools we've, we've used. We've used two more. When we did the long tail at Pebble Beach, mm-hmm. it was almost absurd because his entire truck that was it 2500 Super yeah, Duty, whatever, whatever it was. Was filled to the top where we had to strap it all down, and then the interior was full when he was just driving in like one little thing. It was all, it was, you know, he was the inside was packed. Like, why do you, what, how, what could you, because you have to need? be prepared for who knows what happens. Like, even now, we didn't have enough stuff. We didn't, we had to go out to the store and get, uh, when we pulled Musto's bra off, which is a whole conversation that sounded weird, but when we pulled Musto's <laughs> car bra off, it was just glue everywhere, and we yeah. didn't have the right. We've had customers with who come in, and the car, it's always a car between like, 1999 and 2005. Yeah, that had a, that had a bra put on it, new, clear paint protection film, mm-hmm. and and they always want you to take it off, and you got to sit them down and go, listen, this isn't going to go well. Yeah, the chances of it pulling paint are like <laughs> this 70%. is going Whoa. to take paint off of this car, especially on the edges and the trim. Back in the day, they actually used to put these adhesives on the corners because to glue the corners of the shit down. Right, because if you look at the table here, at, if you were trying to clear bra this table, obviously it goes off to the side here, but if 
this edge right here, if you don't tape this down, if you're driving and you have 80 mile an hour, it just like flaps in the wind and you're done. So they would put adhesive there. I'm not sure if that happened here, but with old glue and old clear bra, it turns yellow, which is like a very common, oh, is it gonna turn, is it gonna turn? What's interesting is it's not the clear bra itself, it's the adhesive that turns Uh yellow. And so what's happened over the years, and you can speak more to it than I can, but as cars are being manufactured, less is being TIG and MIG welded, there being more glue, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. the percentage of glue has gone up. So the technology of glue has gone through the roof, mm-hmm. and that's trickled down to clear bra. Yeah, when you hear, uh, th- they don't say glue. They, they say, say bonded. Bonded. They say it's a bonded chassis, mm-hmm. and that, that tries yes. to make you yeah. think that it's some advanced product, yeah. when really what they've done is glue things together. Yeah. Isn't that like the garbage? Um, I'm not a garbage man. I'm a refuse, oh, yes, yes. whatever. <laughs> refuse technician. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They basically, you know, they don't, you, you, when you're buying a $300,000 car, yeah. you don't want to hear the word glue. Yeah. Um, Ferrari had to, remember, Ferrari had to eat their words uh, on that because the bonding agent yeah. in the 458s was yeah. catching fire. Yeah. Remember when that yeah, yeah, first yeah, came out yeah, and they yeah. had to find a new bonding agent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Does this mean, like, should someone switch out their clear bra every couple of years so that it doesn't solidify on the paint like that? Or is it just going to happen? I think by now it's too late with the old stuff because it was right. already still on. The glue was already set. The, the milk was already set. Let's spilled. say you, you want to get clear bra put on today. Today, no. It's different. The glue technology has trickled down so much because everyone's focused on the billion dollars that's gone into like the glue industry has grown like crazy right, right. so all of that technology has gone to clear bras so the glue that's adhe- it's sticking to the clear bra that's sticking to your paint it's totally different I wonder if people are selling their race horses so they can be made into glue because the glue industry has gone up a lot you that's know? like shit that's I can make cold. a lot more money selling <laughs> what was, when was the last time that actually horses turned, turned into glue I mean it seems like that is a barbaric Practice El- Elmer was is, the I last one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so it was. So they memorialized it by naming the whole company after the horse. <laughs> That's yeah. cold. Yeah. I feel bad about that. Yeah. I feel bad about that joke. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. The horses don't understand it. <laughs> they That's because they have a lot of collagen, but I don't know if they still do it. Uh, historically, Are horses uh, to make glue. Yeah, glue historically is in- indeed made from collagen taken from animal parts, particularly horse hooves and bones. Uh, and, uh, according to the company, no. Oh, that's. Well, I don't know what company that is, but I think I think they don't anymore. Treehugger.com, right? I wonder. I mean, they got it like in modern science. It's I think like, a lot of it's how many horses right? is that going to be to I do mean, one yeah, car? Yeah, modern yeah. science. They must have twenty five horses have died. We have synthetic this. all this shit. We don't. Yeah. Have, we're not. We're still killing horse. You know, horses. I, I think that's <laughs> very very old. Yeah, I think that's super old tool. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the the amount of fucking tools involved in detailing a car. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's just to be prepared for everything. Plus, you're talking about Kevin. And Kevin's on next level. He doesn't have an off switch, which is great and sometimes awful to work with because you're like, wow, I feel really terrible about is myself. Is it buffdaddy.com? What's yeah. Kevin? Kevin the buff daddy or yeah. just buffdaddy.com? Buffdaddy.com. Buffdaddy.com. Yeah, like, He's a fucking nut. He's like so far past normal detailing. Like yeah. It's not even, no one's even remotely close. I don't care. He's yeah. that good. That, did he ever look like that picture? Uh, he showed us a picture. I wish I could yell at him. And he had that hair? No, he had uh, Peter Frampton hair. 
I'm not, he just showed it to us downstairs. Really? Yeah, like total He's surfer. completely bald now, by He's the way, like, yeah. like me. Yeah. But like the picture on his website, he yeah. looks like fucking Fonzie or something with the hair. Like early, and, that, that, that one, that one, yeah, that one right there. Yeah. Yep. Oh, like like Musto hair. Musto had that hair too. Yes, that that is him. <laughs> I can't imagine him yeah. with that hair. I have a picture of it on the thing. I want to show it to you. It's crazy. Would you like me to detail your car or maybe play the violin? <laughs> yeah, that guy's going to like, that's like he's he's in a detailing van, but he's actually banging your wife. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got so good at detailing just to offset the fact that he was banging so many wives. Yeah. He's, he's, no, no. I got to see all these tools. <laughs> all these tools. I'm not here to fuck your wife. <laughs> Look, she's happy. The car's happy. You're yeah. welcome. That'll be $300. Yeah. He convinced me that what I need is a $1,500 compressor, though, which I ordered And today. you bought it. Which so I he's bought. pretty good. Yeah, I did buy it. By the yeah. way, a compressor is the number one thing that you needed here. Other than that, you guys are ready to rock. I mean, roll. I had a compressor. It was just a little one. It just wasn't. It was a totally, totally, your compressor was fine. This one is just like, hey, if a guy's going to be doing more interior stuff, it's, more, like yeah. using it more often, to have that thing running 24 hours a day is kind of just annoying. Just Yeah, I don't want to listen to that fucking thing. No, no, And the new one you got is actually quieter than the pancake you have downstairs. The one we have downstairs, I didn't buy for washing. I bought it for checking tires. Totally makes and sense. And so for that purpose, yeah. it was fine. Yeah. And that was because when we first opened our little detail unit here, I don't believe in buying very expensive shit that I'm not certain I need. Mm -hmm. This building is full of very expensive shit that I'm certain I need because mm. inspectors and shit told right, me right, I right. need it. <laughs> and the yeah. state told me I need it. Yeah. And the fire department told me I need it and all that. Mm. My insurance company told me I needed it. But like when it comes to detailing tools, someone, maybe you, I was, you know, it was fucking Eric. Was like, we need the MetroVac and we need the big thing. And I, and Derek, uh, Derek who, uh, Bemis, who is uh, our other super detailer who works for us here at WCCS, um, is like, Psst, I use a leaf blower that I got at Home Depot. Yeah. It's thirty five dollars, yeah. and I bought that. And it's been fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've got a year on this Home Depot Black & Decker yeah. leaf blower. Yeah. But it's not. It's good for drying cars, but it's not as good for, like, you, know, you can't blow out an air vent and stuff like yeah. that with it. So yeah. the, the blower itself blows wide air. So it's yeah, good. It's a it's leaf like, blower. Yeah, it's good for the guys that, you know, are learning detailing, whatever. But if you have direct compressed air, you can, like, jam it into a light or something. And yeah. Blow something well, I also it. remember back in the day accidentally blowing off someone's badge. You know, with the compressor. And there. buttons on the inside. Yeah. I was showing Clinton down there. I was like, don't put it this close. Put, you know, back in. Because I've always, you know, you know, like you said, you know what I mean? 95% of the detail is not fucking the car up. Mm -hmm. For most people, when it's you or Derek or Kevin, we're talking about highly advanced techniques. But for most detailers, it's like, make it shiny mm -hmm. and don't break anything. And so that's how I trained my guys here on, on you know, to give them confidence and to that these these things that we're doing are the most conservative, the least aggressive, and you're not gonna break the car. Really what you bought was uh, saving some time. Yeah. Your machine is saving 10, 15 minutes every time you do something. Because they're using it more for the interior now, not right, just right, the outside. So. Right. I think it's a decent investment. You need it. I mean, it'll last fucking 25 years. Yeah. Just whatever. change the oil or whatever it needs, if that's an oil-driven one. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to forget. <laughs> that's why you have guys down there to do that. I mean, you should. You saw me this morning with the fire inspector. I don't fucking I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. That's all I heard is, stay away from the door. It will kill you if it falls. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I didn't even know if the door was going to fall. Like, I should probably know that. <laughs> that's the problem when you're like, brand new building, first time I'm doing this shit as a business You can't owner. be an expert. Look at all the things you have outside. I'm an expert in this, an expert in that, an expert in fire. Like, any, come on. I don't know anything. No, they sent me these things. Like, you have to get these tests. I'm like, what are these tests? What is this? I don't fucking know anything. Elevator right, broke today, right? 
The elevator broke, and they fixed it. Yeah, right when we fucking needed it. Mm-hmm. It was annoying. And uh, actually, though, all those things happened at once. I didn't freak out. You did not freak I out. I did not freak out. I did not on. get overwhelmed. I did not feel overwhelmed. My strategies are working. Oh, I just, is this the new book? It's not just the fucking book, which we talked about on the last show, The uh, Power of Now. With Musto? Uh, no, the last the, the show I did with, with Zach. Crew show. The yes. crew show. But... but um, I like that. It's the, you know the, those strategies that I'm trying to use to mm. prevent myself from getting overwhelmed with anxiety mm. uh, when things aren't don't go my way. I mean, there's certainly like instances where being overwhelmed is justified, but like shit going wrong that's out of your control. You know, if you can just put one foot in front of the other to work your way out of it, it's important to not let that kind of stuff overwhelm you if you can avoid it. So I'm trying to work on that. And I got tested a little this morning and it was okay. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's also my mom's birthday and I sent her a fucking bouquet like this. Nice. Like this, man. Fucking orchids fucking coming out of fucking asshole. (laughs) Was that what it was? It was, yes. I sent her her a thing. Like a latex one? She opened a card and Jeannie came out of it and goes, hold on, Vivian, because orchids (laughs) are about to grow out your asshole. (laughs) 1-800-PROLAPSE-FLOWERS. <laughs> ProlapseFlowers.com. <laughs> oh, things I'm not going to pull up in the live stream. Oh, yes. <clears throat> that'll be cold. But, but it's on Patreon now, so oh, it's, uh, only a few people will see it. Uh, th- shout out to all the people that joined our Patreon on the first day. Yes. A couple hundred people. Am I yeah. the first of the Patreon or Patreon? Is it Patreon this, or Patreon? I believe it's Patreon because it's like a, a pa- it's patron, yeah. so it's like that. Patreon. Uh, but we got we got a few hundred people uh, signed up in the first day. Most of them at the pro driver level. Our like eighty percent level took pro le- pro driver level. Yeah. So, so what does that tell you, Mister Clapman? I think people just are willing to pay uh, and support the content, really. It, it told me that for $2 extra a month, they're like, I'd rather be able to get the live stream immediately after it airs and be able to watch it whenever I want and get the extra show. And Versus I, like a shirt or a sticker or something. No, well, I mean, they get other things. For 3 bucks a month, you get live stream access. For 8 bucks a month, you get live stream access and no more ads. Yeah. And then for 10 bucks a month, you get live stream access, no more ads, the live stream show stays up for you, mm-hmm. doesn't come down, and you can watch it immediately instead of waiting. And there's a ninth podcast. So you get an extra they podcast. They get an extra right. podcast every month, which we should probably put on the schedule mm-hmm. now that we've now that we've promised it. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we, we, should, we, have to, we should schedule that. <laughs> we should just make it the same day every month, like the third. Oh, man, that's intimidating. If we can. That's hard for us. Same thing, same day every yeah, month. a little flexible, <laughs> but... My shrink and my fucking therapist are like, can we do this every eight o'clock every Friday? I'm like, you have you seen my schedule? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we can't. I have no fucking idea where I'll be two Fridays That's from true. now. That's true. Where will you be two Fridays from now? Do no you even idea. know? No idea. Yeah. Hopefully home. Yeah. Two Fridays from now, I'll be home. But uh, you know, we had you out here to uh, to work on my guys. Yeah. And uh, I think they're, they're super I think eager. They're good they're guys. Good. They're great. Yeah. The, the most important thing about detailing is just being wanting to be there. I know it sounds like dumb, but like yeah. Clinton, he's the man. Somebody who uh, who who is being forced into washing detailing cars that doesn't really want to be there is not going to do a good job. Like, why would I want to teach somebody that? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough as it is. I don't mm-hmm. want to be like pulling your arm. But he was totally on top of it, doing his thing. He's a good guy, so it was fun. Yeah, have help. And uh, Musto's car looks fucking amazing. Musto's car was a disaster. <laughs> It, it, Please it was, talk about this. Yeah, it was a disaster. So he bought. Is that picture of it on Musto's Instagram? What is it? Two thousand and two. 
Uh, it's I don't know the year, but it's a 996 uh, Carrera 4S, yeah. which uh, 02 to 04 yeah. are the only years they made it. So I'm not really uh, sure what year it is, but it's black and it had an old ass clear bra on it. Uh, did he, po- he didn't no, post it he yet? Didn't post it oh, yet. he did told just... me he hasn't done anything, and he was waiting for this to be like the kickoff oh, or whatever. Do we blow up his? Spot? No, no, no. no. I, I've no. Instagrammed it or whatever on my Instagram, but um, uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's it's a nice car. It's got oh, that is that in the background there? Hard to see, but that's it in the background. That's it right there. Uh, relatively low miles, I think. 50, 54,000 miles, yeah, which yeah. is relatively low for that. It's yeah. just a, the nine nine sixes and nine nine sevens typically had kind of weird paint and kind of thin paint. I'm using huge generalities. Yeah, there. yeah. But no, this we have one another nine nine seven that we got to do. Derek's got to do a correction on next weekend. That's fucking worse. Yeah, it, it's fucked. It's it's really something wasn't going great during those times. And uh, I'm sorry. Do you mean during uh, Volkswagen Group's cheapening of the 911? I was trying to be polite about that whole thing, but yes, yes. They Look, we don't some... only suck Porsche's <laughs> cock on this show. Look, they have they have done some things that were let's call them suboptimal. Yeah, and, and it shows up in the paint. Yeah, that, like, paint's, that paint's not good at all. And if you look at his his car, if somebody went at, after the paint, tried to polish it, and burned through. So when I first saw it, I was like, uh, th- that's like. I'm trying to make an analogy here, but that's like a massive sin in the detail. Like if you burn through the paint, there's no, yeah. there's no coming back. It has to back. go to the body shop right. after that. Yeah. It's like your knee. Like once your knee, your cartilage in there, then it's gone and you yeah. messed it up. Like it's not going to grow back. Like it, that's I it. I just it, learned that. See, there you go. I just learned that. So his car is totally messed up. So what we had to do is kind of rethink our process because there's no way I could really make that paint perfect. Uh, and so talking with Kevin, we decided to do what's actually called detailing. I don't know if people are like, well, I thought you are detailing. So there's paint correction. And then there's detailing. And the detailing part is like us moving the mirror and bending it backwards. You know, we can bend it backwards and getting in inside the like mirror. Like all the crevices and The door shit. jams yeah. underneath the car, inside the, the wheel wells. I mean, everything you could ever imagine. We probably spend uh, maybe like an hour, an hour and a half or so with Clinton and myself and Kevin. So three guys, an hour and a half on just the trim. Yeah. And we used, you know, degreasers and things like that. Yeah, and, I saw Kevin for like a half an hour with a literal toothbrush going around the windshield. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was way more than that. But yeah. yes, like, so the point I'm trying to make is there's detailing where people get very concerned about correcting the paint like your car. Like, if you like correcting your, your paint, that's going to be a little bit of a challenge. You should have like me or whoever, someone who's been doing it before, come out perfect, great. If you did that one, it'd be great. It'd be better, but you have some chances of damaging things on the flip side if you're detailing you can sit there with a toothbrush because a lot of the people watching certainly my channel whatever there's a therapeutic aspect to it that especially now with covid and all the issues in afghanistan and all these crazy things that are going on people are like okay i'm done like watching the news i know it sounds corny maybe to you guys a little bit but they go out in their garage and they sit there with a toothbrush mm-hmm. and they put their headphones on they have their beer or whatever it is and they just find this weird piece sounds super corny no, even no, no. saying it right now working but on cars people, is the same way it's right. like it, it activates your reward system because mm-hmm. you're trying to do something and then you do it and especially stuff like that where you're getting all these little wins that add up like i mean there's like dopamine all those but, things that happen but, but it's, you don't it have to be to the expert right that's what you're saying. that's the point of this video that you kind just of have to up. fucking sit there and do it it's, it's just not like, like painting hard. It's or sanding this table or something it's not you don't have to be a genius when you're correcting paint specifically mustos you got to know what you're doing otherwise like you make one mistake you burn through the paint yeah people like you know i don't want to deal with that that's too much pressure i love my car but the rest of it is you want to sit there with a toothpick on your wheels for five hours and what to- knock your socks off there's yeah, like yeah. way more worse things you could be doing with your life <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. go ahead like, it, it's honestly my mom said that you know my mom she's cool 
when I was a kid, she's like, you could be doing drugs, you could be doing this. If you want to go outside and it's 20 degrees out, that's why my dad put hot water in the garage. Yeah. Wow. You want to sit there and wash your car when it's 17 degrees? She's like, knock your socks off. Yeah. That's, a le- that's the last thing I'm worried about. Oh, yeah, you had hot water. Yeah, we had to dig up wow. the driveway. No, I remember that. That's that why we used deal. to wash. We used to wash cars in my house in the summer and to get away from Larry's dad. And then, <laughs> and then Larry's, Larry's house in the winter because yeah. he had the hot water hose. Yeah, Because yeah, 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 my mom yeah. said to my dad, she's like, our sun is freezing outside. Can you? <laughs> so we dug up the driveway. had to repave it, blah, blah, blah. I remember had, that. We so yeah. hot water spigot outside. So if you ran the hot water spigot, but if it was below freezing ambient, like... Did you have to wash the car really quickly because it was cooling down really fast, or would it? I mean, would it freeze and turn to ice? Yeah, you know, warm water freezes faster than cold water, of course, right? The molecules are aligned, blah blah blah. So you have to make it really hot. You got to you got to kind of compete with that a little bit, yeah. So you make it warmer. It's really, honestly, it's uh, making sure that the water doesn't stop. So when you put when you wash a car when it's really cold outside, I'm talking like anything above 20 degrees. If it's below 20 degrees, you're like, come on. Like, it's a little, even crazy for me. What happens is that the the material, the aluminum, the sheet metal, whatever, gets so cold so fast that even if you hit it with hot water, it'll turn to this thin little layer of ice and you literally are washing the top you're of the ice. You're washing ice. ice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you can feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's really for your hands. You dunk your hands, and you're like, "Oh, thank God!" And you go like this, and then it freezes again. Dunk your hands, and whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You gotta really that. like washing your car. I to do, do not. It at that. Yeah. yeah, or you have a job doing it. Sometimes <laughs> right. I, I can't. You got to do it outside. Yeah, I don't like washing my car so much that I open a detail shop and I can ask the guy <laughs> them to Yo, do it. Yo, go do that down there. Yeah, no, I used so. to feel bad. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's uh, northeast problems, I guess. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Speaking it's, of Northeast problems, it's raining and going crazy right now. I'm sure. Oh I know. God, it's flooding There's, everywhere. Yeah. yeah my phone keeps York going City. off because I'm in New York time. They're like, flooding, flooding alert. And I'm like looking around here going, what? No, the fucking, yeah. the videos from the subways. Mm. Holy fuck. Mm. They look crazy. Even my, even my mom, my mom said, uh, my mom said their, uh, their garage had like an inch of water in it. Dude, did you see Newark Airport? No, like the a, baggage it, claim area had a foot. Get the fuck out For of here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't even it's tell you. My, my flight is, is messed up. I just get gotta, out of here? Get, no, well, I'm going to Seattle first. Right, right. But then the one from Seattle, blah, 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 is saying... Dude, you hey, gotta take a seaplane from Seattle. I mean, there's so much water on like uh, a bunch of halfway there. No, yeah. I know, you gotta take it to New York. Yeah. It's fucked. Well, your flight already, it's... They Even said, it's please, like please call, you know, please check in, blah, 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 oh, and check your thing tomorrow because we're having, you know, what I didn't yeah. read all of it, but I was like, oh, I'll deal with that after this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's pretty serious. Are you going to Newark? I am going to JFK. Oh, I bet. I bet JFK Airport has awful fucking water management. Yeah. Because they have you, awful everything management. Yeah. And my car is parked there, so I'm like nervous that, you know, who knows what's happening. No, drive come, to the airport, huh? I always drive to the airport. Oh, you do? Yeah. G- getting somebody from where I live, it's like that's, 350 oh, that's bucks. that's true. You live and in I'm the like, middle of nowhere. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, $700 a, round trip. I'm no, like, I know. Just it's, a fucking, like, it's a thing. Yeah, costs, yeah. I don't know, 50 bucks to park for a couple no, of days or whatever it is. But it's going to be It's fit probably 60 a day. Something like that. Yeah. That's cheaper. Versus you're right. 700. No, no, you're right. It's cheaper. It is cheaper. You're right. It is. It's crazy for me. Yeah. That some well, you don't have to fly. Every time that I much. get on a plane, I'm like, I need a plane. You don't have to fly that much. I really try not to. Yeah. I, don't. I set myself up here. We, you know, it's like twenty five dollars Uber to the airport. You know, pretty yeah. pretty straightforward. Yeah. You're not a very close to the airport. I know. My mother's like, but you can hear planes. And I'm like, yes, but I fly on them all the time. <laughs> that I'm the is one making the noise. Very convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever I have to go to New York and then fucking take that hour and a half fucking 
Uber to to Connecticut. I'm like, oh, this sucks my fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah. From from it took me an hour and thirty six minutes, and that was at three thirty in the morning. So there's nobody on the road. Yeah. You do that at seven o'clock. It's two hours. Bro, can't you like fly to like Boston? It's the no, same thing. No, it's either Hartford or JFK. <laughs> oh, we can't Hartford. Get, yeah, Hartford's the next one. But ironically, there's a Danbury Airport that I go like. Th- there's yeah. the airport at my house, but it doesn't fly commercial. It's yeah, all yeah, yeah. You know, private. Do they have one of them little like jet suite joints there? Not there, Westchester. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's, Westchester that's could be good, good but. You look at a flight to real private. Real side baseball. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, a flight <laughs> to, uh, from Westchester to here is thirty thousand. Well, yeah. If you're chartering that whole, the whole jet, what? we're not doing that. I, I, of course, I'm not what doing that. What that shit Musto flies on the Jet Blue thing? It's like a jet. It's called Jet Suite. It's Jet Blue, but you fly on smaller planes to smaller airports. Hmm. So there's an airport right by his house up north. I think it's Concord or something, and he can fly from there to Burbank. And it's only marginally more expensive than a standard commercial flight, but it's, it. it's for it goes smaller airport to smaller airport. But you still got to do the commercial flight thing. You got to go in the thing. You got to get. No, it, the, the, it's smaller. It's it's at a small airport, so like yeah, you you go through a security, but it's like there's a dozen people on the plane. It's not like a, a shared private jet. Yeah, yeah. You buy it. You're buying a seat on a private jet, not the fucking whole thing. But you still do the check in, go through security, da, 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 all that yeah, stuff. But at just a shorter. tiny little fucking okay, private just, airport. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like nothing. Got it. Yeah, it's good. That is good. Yeah, they still check your bag, Larry. <laughs> if that's what you're wondering. Yeah, that is that wink, yes. wink. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I went on. A it's private... amazing. You could carry several kilograms <laughs> noticed. no and uh my buddy nick nick s who you know from back east mm. uh who he he had that uh jet smarter mm. that was the first one that was the uber for private jets right mm. so you'd get you'd get uh i think it was i don't know i think it was like forty thousand dollars a year mm. and you'd get two points per month and when and each point was a flight and when you booked it you would you'd use the point, and then when you took the flight, the point would come back, and you could book another flight, right? So you could really, and if it was like a like a two hour flight, it was one point. If it was a transcontinental, it was like two points. So you could he could fly from L.A. to Westchester Airport, and you'd use both points, but he couldn't book his return until the wheels touched down in Westchester because it was only two points. If he got the upgraded plan, it could have been four points, and he could have booked a round trip. In the beginning, what's the purpose of that? In order, it was to keep, prevent people from booking flights too far ahead of time. That oh. was how their sort of business model worked. Okay. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know if they're still around anymore. But for the first couple months, there was no security at all. Like you just you'd show up and you'd fucking walk on the plane, like as if it was your own private jet yeah. almost. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. And about. And they realized very very quickly what people were using that for. <laughs> that was a mule. Yeah. <laughs> and and after a couple months, Nick Nick S came back. He goes, dude, I think they figured out. Mm. He he was not doing this, but he he was like, I think they figured out what people are doing because I've never had more security <laughs> getting on any plane ever. And after that, the security, yeah, after that, the security was like super crazy. It's like every smuggler ever was like, yo, all we gotta do is get this shit. Two points. Fucking two points. <laughs> Duffel shuffle, baby. <laughs> I'm looking, sincerely, I'm looking for a helicopter blade version, whatever that is, because I yeah, go to the yeah. Hamptons all the time for random clients. It's easily four and a half hours each way. Wait, I'm don't can't you do the ferry? The ferry is equally annoying. Really? That sucks. Okay, fine. You get 45 so minutes of sitting there. We're keeping it inside baseball. You got to go from Connecticut to the Hamptons. You have to literally drive into New York City and out the entire end. And in theory, if the you, entire as, the flo- as the crow flies, as they say, I, I you could just I could fly a drone. Like, yeah. It's like right there, but I gotta I gotta drive four and a half hours all the way around. Is there a boat what service? about a boat? What about your own boat? 
I'm serious. You get a fucking, you get a used Boston Whaler, 20 foot, and you fucking go across. That's, yeah, not a horrific Or idea. water taxi. I go When I go visit my folks, I take the boat out. We go for lunch in Long Island. It's fucking 25 minutes. Because if you have a lot of gear to carry, helicopters also have like pretty strict weight payload, limits. Weight, weight limits. All my all my work stuff is there. Oh, okay. I just it's need just to show you? up. Oh, it's just right. me. I need to show Habibi. up. Habibi. Oh, helicopter. 20-foot Boston Whaler, bro. <laughs> You go across. You just go across. It's twenty minutes across the sound. It's eight miles. Yeah, but how do I get to where I'm trying to go from there? I Fucking gotta... Uber. It's five. It's once you're on the island, it's mm. no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Use a day dock. <laughs> Take an I, Uber. I, I, I mean, it's becoming that ridiculous. If you spend eight and a half hours in the car, yeah, as like no. I, my. Eight, I'm not no, joking. No. I'm serious yeah. about this. And then this. I have to pull an eight-hour day cleaning cars. No. It, again, I'm not like crying about it. It's great. It's wonderful. But after no, no, a while, if transit. you catch one piece of traffic, one I mean, yeah. one accident, you're in the car for six hours. You got to yeah. pour me out of the car when I get home. Yeah. And yeah. then I need to kind of like chill the next day. Dude, get a boat. I understand this. I do. Yeah. We we have those days where the job itself is no big deal, but mm. the transit. Mm. It can be horrible. Mm. Yeah, I totally understand. I think a boat. I think a, I really think a can small. Can you rent a boat? Like I don't want to deal with a boat. I got enough to you, deal. Yes, with. you can rent a boat, but you don't want to because at that point, if you're doing it more than once a week, I'm ownership doing it every is, two, once every two weeks. Hmm. Why is there not a ferry service? From there, there is a ferry service. There you is. can get on that, but it takes for me where I'm at. It takes me about an hour and ten minutes to get to that one. Okay, it's sixty bucks or whatever with a car, it's, which is fine, right? Because I I pay sixty dollars in tolls all the way with all the various. Holy shit! Is it really sixty dollars yeah, in tolls? Oh my god! So, Each way or total? Eat total. Oh wow! Um, and so it's an hour and ten minutes. Then you put your car on the thing, right? But when you go, you don't go necessarily to the Hamptons. There's like a fork in the uh -huh. Hamptons. I, I don't know. North Fork, South Fork. You go here. Then I got to drive another hour and 20 hey. minutes. So it's like at the end of the day, wow. six and one, half dozen the other. It's I like, see maybe some Italians from Venice. I mean, I see a business opportunity in right. a Greenwich to Hamptons ferry service. Well, I think, I think the Danbury <laughs> Airport should be... A blade to the have Hamptons. a blade or whatever. Yeah. There's a blade from the city, and they're like, hey, do the blade, which would be like five or 600 bucks. And I know that sounds like a ridiculous amount of money. It is kind it of, is, but, like, but five hours in the car, like I can potentially yeah. charge that to the client or whatever, right? Yeah. But I still got to drive to the city. I still got to find a parking space. Yeah, I know. It's, I know we're crying over you know, our gold shoes here, but... No, no. It's a little, like, I've if you had do the to math, do the drive to Eastern Long Island from Connecticut. It sucks Balls. Twelve years I've been doing it. It's, it's, it's great. I'm, I'm never complaining about it because it's a great job and the whole thing. But as I get older, I can't. I know it sounds whatever, but like I can't put my kid to bed because I yeah. can't get home in time. Yeah. And then my wife. Well, like, your commute is also eight hours. The commute. <laughs> I don't think anyone listening like they, that's you, one day. You, you do get you get paid well, blah blah blah. But an eight hour commute and not including the not work even you do exaggerating is really nuts, in the, or I'm saying conservative eight hours. If I. Do I have it's to eight tell hours you without four, traffic. Without traffic. I know if how I long hit 495 and there's a one like dingleberry there that does like one weird thing, the whole thing shuts down. What on that side or my side? Right, that's a full work day. It's another work commuting. day on top so, of the work day. Yeah, yeah. So I get up at 445 that day, I'm out by five, I eat food in there, I stop halfway. I gotta fill up I go through a tank of gas. <laughs> one tank of gas. And the and the Macon. That's why that's I was why you're going you with the Tycon. Yeah. So. Is that? Oh, did you did you talk about that yet? No, no, you got, I haven't told anybody. Yet, but oh, well, he does no, tell now. Me, no, Larry's funny. got a. Larry bought a Tycon. Yeah, I haven't gotten it yet, but I put you it. Got, you order. got the Cross Turismo. Yeah, Cross Turismo. And, and what color? Neptune blue. Which blue is Neptune? The, usually, the one they show is the Turbo S, but it's, I got everything. The, all the press cars are in. Um, what the fuck is the blue that they're all they're all in? Oh yeah, that color. No, yeah, no, it's do, like, do the Cross Turismo one. You'll see it. it it's oh. it's out there. Um, the 
What the fuck? I'm blanking on all the... Zach, what is the blue that every Porsche press car is? Gentian oh, dark, blue. Yeah. Gentian blue is every press car. That, 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 oh, that blue. looks that, fire. That's, yeah, that, that's the one right there. That With the same, looks fucking Now, that's the Turbo fire. S, but it, there's a trick to this whole thing. You can just get everything that the Turbo S has. Yes. Unless maybe I'm the idiot that didn't know that until I went there. I'm like, uh, I, I want it to look like that. I don't need 7,000 horsepower because, like, why do you need it? So you just get the wheels? And I got that, but in the base model. Like it's the sport design front bumper and shit. Too? Yeah, all, all those, all the see the side cladding. You yeah, gotta order yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, all that, and I got houndstooth interior. Oh, so oh, yours looks cool. fast. Yeah. It just looks and it's normally quick. I yeah. mean, it's fast enough. I know, like I how much faster do I need to do with a five year old in the back? But like, yeah, yeah, that's the uber fast. It looks one. awesome. Yeah, I even got the root, the racks and everything. Great we drove car. the uh, turbo mm-hmm. cross turismo. The turbo, yeah. not turbo S, turbo. Mm-hmm. It's, it's silly. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's unnecessary. Like, and we we've driven the regular like 4s, mm. and I even drove the base rear wheel drive. I drove one. them all as well. The, my favorite was the base one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. It's the most like I, I call it like the R8. The R8 has I feel like it's like this perfect balance of ballerina. It's like a for sports people, it's like a wide receiver. You're like you're big, tall, strong. You can run. You can do all these things. Yeah. You're not like a lineman. You're not like a wide. Re- it's the perfect balance. I thought this was the perfect balance. That my 2009 R8, I think it's the perfect balance. If you put a V12 in it, you got to upgrade the brakes. You got to do it. Mm. It's kind of starts getting out of whack. If you put more here, you got to. Mm. What did you say? That balloon squeezing a water balloon. Sque- squeezing a water balloon. That something's got to. This to me was the perfect sweet spot. So. Yeah. Well, and, and you, you save know. like $85,000 or whatever it is yeah. on this. It's like <laughs> yeah. absurd, stupid money. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, no, I don't want that one. Yeah, yeah. So That's I'm pretty cool. Stoked. Neptune blue is a good color. I put the order in two weeks, uh, two months ago, mm-hmm. filmed it, blah, 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 blah. And then they, I don't, I've never ordered a Porsche ever. I've never had a new car. This is my first new car. Mm-hmm. Like, like legit, like went to the dealership and did the whole thing. Porsche has a system where, I'm sure you know this, maybe I, I didn't know this, where you sign up, they, as soon as you give them the deposit and the whole thing, you get a number and mm-hmm. then they send you an email and you can see where it is in yeah, the factory. Yeah, you get the alerts and stuff. Yeah, yeah mine yeah. alerts and says, uh, not ready yet. Not ready yet. And now- <laughs> How I, often do you get that alert? I get it uh, once a week on Mondays because okay. I think they must know Porsche people because I call my sales guy. I'm like, dude, what's the deal? Everywhere. Dude, and he says, you're going to get an email from Porsche. I think they do that on purpose just to spare the salesman. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, what's the deal? Of course they do. But after that many months, and so what happens is they put, I forget the word, they put a hold on it. Correct me. It's September 15th or 16th. You're not allowed to change any of the specs. Oh, yeah, where it's like locked in to. Yeah, there's another word that they use. It Basically, it's locked in and yeah. you can't change the specs. And right. then from there, it's X amount of uh, days. So yeah. they keep telling me the end of September. And I was like, and it's moved every month. So right. I, I'm thinking November-ish is probably oh, hopefully wow. when I get it. But it's a 2020, 22, 22. 22 month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever. All right. I mean, cool. hey, at least you didn't order a Bronco because those productions were stopped. So, yeah. like, <laughs> so you, if yours it's gets pushed back a month or, or whatever, I think that's a win The deal worked out because they gave me banana cakes money on my Macan GTS. Like enough where I was like, this is insane not to get this but back. But you're still driving the Macan GTS. Yes. Yeah. So I locked in that price, and I'm that's the car I'm driving to the Hamptons. So I am jacking the miles up on this thing, <laughs> but I locked the price. I'm like, guys, I don't have anything else. Give me the car faster. You can have this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell them to give, me, to give you a demo. That's, give me a- <laughs> that's great. That's that's fine, too. So, yeah. So Macan is, is I'm getting uh, a little bit more than what I what I paid for it with 25,000 extra miles on it. Because that's of ridiculous. The, it's like, Everyone... If you if you can get a new car for sticker price, just sell your fucking car. That's exactly like I don't want to sound like a whatever, but it's almost insane for me not to buy this yeah. with what's going on, my connections to the dealer, all the 
backroom things that make it more advantageous to do this, but it's not like a, I'm not like throwing money around. It's actually like, we both know that if I get this yeah. car and I change my mind, I could sell it for 50 grand more like the next day. Like people, whatever, you get my point. Yeah, more yeah, than yeah. what I'm paying for it. So yeah. like, I get it. It's a cool car. It makes Great. sense. Yeah. yeah. No one's judging you. You have an eight hour commute. Yeah. You work your ass off. No one's judging you for buying a nice car. Yeah. You're allowed to, you're allowed to have a nice car. I think you still need a boat. I'm not a boat person, but I a hundred percent side with Matt. Boat. But here's what here's what, what happens he, when it's cold. Here's what where I when see like this nasty. being a problem yeah. for Larry. Jacket. This electric car <laughs> thing. Larry was a, he slept in my house the night. And we're driving uh, to the shop yesterday, mm. and in I go the to Maki. Uh, yeah, and I go to plug my phone in, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the phone. And he goes, "Oh, dude, can I can I plug my phone in? I've I've got fucking no juice." I'm like, okay, cool. And he plugs it in, and he's got he's at fifty one percent. So for Larry. On an electronic device, 51% is no juice. This is going to be a problem when he's got an electric car. (laughs) Yeah. The thing's got a 300-mile range, usable, real-world range. That shit is I got to sh- charge it when I get out there. You're that right shit's going to show how one- far, How many miles is it from e- your house? Each way, it's uh, 151 miles. Yeah. So wow, he actually okay. does have to do a little bit of charging out there. Yeah, right. But he's going to run this fucking thing down to 10%, and he's got to figure out how to not freak out about that. Like, he's going to use the whole range when he does this drive. I don't know, understand why they don't have a, a, a backup battery. Like, if you were to carry a gas can with you, like, on a regular car, yeah. and just, like, an emergency gas can for a Jeep or something, they don't have, like, a emergency, like... <laughs> that idea. won't have... It, the, the, the size battery that you would need to have to produce any kind of reasonable... It'd be a lot flow. heavier than a five-gallon gas. Yeah, it'd be uh, big can. and heavy and yeah, I'm stupid. I'm not understanding how that works, but I, I get, you see my point. I'm like, why don't we just have like a you know like the little sticks that you have the in your bag thing. to like charge your phone? Yeah, but yeah. Think, okay. I, well, think about the size of that battery. Think about how much versus this weighs. the size of your phone battery. Like this that is char- not light. This charging brick that is actually like bigger phones. and heavier than the. This is probably twice the size of the battery in your actual phone. Mm-hmm. And that'll charge three phones. So if you, but have if you one want to charge a car, of, you need this one that's twice the size of the battery in your car, which so is a like, thousand yeah. pounds. And you're going to lift it out of the trunk <laughs> and set it down on the street. Yeah, and plug I, it I, in. that's yeah, like that's like having a battery backup for your phone that's like the size of this bottle cap, which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wouldn't do anything. It's like, unfortunately, now it's a good idea that, though. That right? Tycon also idea. has a 12 volt battery. What, the car, the car's it's got two batteries. No, it's got the big battery and the 12 volt battery. And if the twelve I got volt the big battery, battery, no, 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 not yes, it has two, it has the regular battery and the extended range battery. But the, the your car, the car has two batteries in it, oh. the big fucking pack right. that makes the car go, right, and a, a regular old twelve volt battery like another car that controls like, like each, uh, basic functionality of the car. And so we learned this that if you let one sit. Which you wouldn't do. You're driving it every day. But if you let if you let it sit, even if the big battery pack is full or has tons of range in it, that 12 volt battery could die if you don't keep it on a battery tender. And if it dies, car dies. So in theory, wouldn't you just keep it on the charge? If you keep it on the charger, yes, it is not an issue. The charger, the main charge cable, will keep both of those batteries good to go. Got it. So- as will using the car regularly. But if I put it in storage and if I don't... If you parked do it, it for in storage and the battery was full, 100% on the charge, that 12-volt battery could still die Got it. because its state of charge is not the same as the big battery's state of charge. And so, so you would need like a regular optimum, you know... In, in absence of 
the Tycon charger, mm-hmm. which would keep both alive, you could put a regular battery tender on the 12 volt. Got it. Like when, like here at the shop, when the Tycon first came out, that happened. Before we designed this battery tender system to mm-hmm. get to the top, mm-hmm. we had a Tycon long-term storage. We went, oh, okay, put it on top, and there were no battery tenders then. This was very early. When we brought it down, it was dead. It was full of fucking bricked. We couldn't even put it into neutral to push it because it was fully bricked. Mm. And what the Porsche roadside person did was come over with a jump box, put it on the 12-volt battery, and that gave us just enough juice to power things up and put it in neutral, and then we pushed it onto the flatbed, which then took it, and they replaced the 12-volt battery, and then it was fine. So yeah, that's just like weird. If they had, could they have turned? Could they have turned the car on and then started driving it with the full big battery, and it would have charged the twelve volt? Yeah, no. Okay. No, unfortunately. So that keeps it topped up, but it does. It can't charge it from zero. The correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know if you can charge the Porsche in a Tesla charger? What? No. Oh no, it's a different connector. There's no like conversion or anything. There's ten thousand Tesla things, but it's not correct. Like... Now Tesla, <clears throat> and you should always judge Tesla's actions, not Tesla's words, because their words and their actions don't match. Okay. Tesla said last month that they are going to open their supercharger network to non-Tesla vehicles. They got a nice stock boost out of that. Have they done it? No. Will they do it? Don't know, because they say they're going to do a lot of things. Many of which they don't end up actually doing. What's an example of another one? Hot swappable batteries. Take the battery out, put the battery back in. Oh. Hot swappable batteries. Pfft. Tesla Roadster, Tesla Semi, Cybertruck, roof, solar roof tiles. So basically it's like any idea that comes to his head. He's like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And then Stop the engineers boost. are like, uh. Right. The solar roof tiles, I watched a video two days ago about them. They do exist. They're just not being installed as much as possible because they're expensive. Right. It's like they compete against like a premium slate roof or copper roof. Yeah. Uh, and so if you wanted if you wanted to get solar panels on your roof and you had a very nice house, if you got slate or something else nice and got solar solar panels, the Tesla tiles are cheaper and super durable and stuff, but they're very expensive. So if you were just going to replace your normal like I think it's asphalt tile roof, yeah, uh, I just did they're that way too expensive. A month ago. Yeah. yeah, they're really expensive. At the time they launched it. They showed one that was not real. They, they may have since developed something and then have yeah. it. But at the time, in Tim Higgins' book, they even said at the time they showed a demo house. They installed these fucking th- They weren't real. Yeah, they look and they look the, the ones that do exist now. They look, don't look anything like no, that. No, they look right? different. They look yeah. cool. Yeah. And they but, work, but they do look different. Yeah, yeah. So, like, hmm. just they, you know, that's how media works, right? You say you're going to do it. You get the fucking big media. Everyone parrots your shit. And then, and then if they don't do it, Maybe it just fizzles out, or maybe it's a retraction on page 17. But the charger itself is the concept is the same thing, meaning it's putting out the same watts or whatever. It's just the the, the nozzle. The, the, More or less. Like they couldn't put like a conversion. Well, actually, no. A Tycon is an 800 volt, whereas a Tesla is a 400 volt. So a Tycon can charge faster than a Tesla with the correct 800 volt chargers. But you can charge, because I know that at least I've read a little bit that you can do slow charging, fast charging, all this kind of thing. But you're talking about the fast charging with the 800. You yeah. Te- uh, the Porsche charger Got it. is capable of is 800. an 800-volt system, right. which can handle, I believe, what, 350 kilowatt uh, charge speeds? 
um, which some yes. chargers yeah. have. Like right. Electrify America Electrify has America has some 350s. Mm-hmm. If you go to like the Porsche Experience Center or they make them put them in Porsche dealers now, mm-hmm. these 350 kilowatt chargers, which are really, really fast. I believe that that is faster than Tesla's supercharging, which operates on 400 volts, and I think will do 150 kilowatts, right? Can you, is a Tesla only 150? I'm gonna look. Okay, I think a Tesla will go 150 mm. kilowatts. So not, uh, okay, so superchargers in urban areas deliver a consistent 72 kilowatts. Um, I think they go to 150. And there's, so, and there's, so like my Mach-E can go 150 where available, which is the same as a Tesla. Tycons can go faster, Audi R8, uh, Audi R, uh, e-tron can go, can go faster to 350. Um, and they have, a, it's a, it's that double connector. Yeah, there's the two and flip, then the one. Where you the... flip down the little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you can go faster where you can find those charges. Now, Tesla's supercharger network, they're the most available. They're all over. Right. So not being able to use one is annoying. And if they do open it up to other vehicles, that would be nice. That would be good. It would be good for everybody. But they said they were going to do it, haven't actually done it. Mm-hmm. Uh Superchargers, Tesla superchargers can charge up to 250 kilowatts. Oh, 250. Um, okay, cool. It looks like V1, the fastest, was 150, so they are getting faster. They're okay. just far more prevalent. I mean, they, yeah. they were way ahead of the curve, and they built the infrastructure, and I, it seems oh, they're, like... they're the uh, the plugs there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, this is a thing that's... It is a problem. Like, there needs to be a consistent plug system, so because otherwise Europe, we don't have a gas station situation. In Europe, they mandated that all EVs use the same plug. They did not do that here because America freedom, mm. capitalism. <laughs> because they yeah. don't. Because when people build infrastructure, they think it's it's okay to have build infrastructure that's just for you, mm. <laughs> not infrastructure that's good for good for everybody. Got it. But I mean, Whereas in it, Europe, it might they might be smart. Point of view. And, yeah. and if Tesla goes, well, why don't we just turn into the shell of gasoline? Even though Electrify America is trying to do that. Yeah. The question then is, though, do they have enough charging systems to take on that increased demand? Because if every electric car could go to them, they're going to be real crowded. Because there's places here where, like, the Tesla supercharger line can be really, really long. Mm-hmm. Like, what's really long? Like, it can take half an hour before you're on a charger because there are cars literally lined up. Like, especially going to Palm Springs, there's one supercharger near these uh, the outlet malls. Mm-hmm. I drove the past Cajon, it once. Is it El Cajon? No, the um, no, no, no. It's uh, Morongo. Morongo, Morongo yeah. yeah. And there, there was a line like out the driveway and two city blocks long of Teslas waiting just to get on the charger. That's gonna make me. Now, like that was holiday weekend. That's but, gonna make me nuts. Yeah. It ha- it happens on in, in on the road trip chargers you know there's a there's a charger there's a there's a place right by here here by the mall uh, around the corner where they've got 14 or 16 Tesla superchargers and you can always go up to one um, and and there, there there's you know it's it's location by location and what time of day and blah, but 90% blah, blah. of the time it's you go to work you do your thing you come home you plug it back in at home yes in in my experience owning an EV I have a charger here that's a level two it's 11 kilowatt um, and the one at home is just a basic 110, and, and I very rarely charge in public. Yeah, mm. almost never. I kind of want to go through that pain process. It, it's not going to go away. I might as well start learning. Well, you got, you're gonna ha- you got to have the 240 charger installed in your house. Done. I have so, a, a huge compressor, and the 240s right. right there. Just oh, plug perfect. Right that will that'll cover all but that drive to fucking the, the Hamptons. Right. And I go to my work. Obviously, I have ginormous power there. I yeah. Can, and I'm six miles away. Where am I? You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll fine. be fine. It's just, uh, you know, it. like you said, it would be nice if Tesla opened the supercharger network to other EVs. They said they were going to, 
but so far they haven't. I think Porsche also has a, a, a charging thing, like a little bag you can bring, mm-hmm. and you can plug it into a regular outlet, and it yeah. takes oh, yeah, forever in a cord. day. But No, the portable cord, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. what I'm using in my house for the Ford. That's the portable. I'm only using the portable at my house. So you don't have any like major wires? It's like, on an outlet. It's on a how regular. long does it take for that? I mean, a while. It, char- it adds like four miles per hour. It's slow, hmm. but like Hannah works from home, I'm driving press cars, mm. and you know the car the car might sit for a day or two, right, you know, right. and we're just running errands around town. So most of the time it's fine. That might not work for everybody, but yeah, I mean it, that that home charger shit adds probably like forty to fifty miles a day, which in Los Angeles, I mean, how much have we fucking driven since you've been here? Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. We we haven't probably driven twenty miles since you've yeah. been here. You know, so there's an Electrify America getting set up in uh, East Hampton Town. Okay, Montauk? South Euclid Is Avenue. That yeah. At all near where you go? I don't know shit. You, about know, the you, don't, have, you don't have to blow up your exact locations, right. but but it's. Yeah. I mean, the Hamptons seems like a place there should be plenty of EV yeah. charging. I mean, it really seems anywhere in Long Island. I mean, I have to go. For, yeah. Anywhere out there is yeah. totally fine. Okay. Not Montauk. I don't go there. That's like yeah. crazy far. But um, so, uh, so are these people yeah. asking questions about what we're talking about right now? Probably. I don't know. But don't pay attention to them. Don't pay attention to them. <sighs> they're, no. they're just joking. Be, be present. Right be present. now. I'm not here. there. Not right. there. I'm, I thought it was questions. <laughs> eh? what say? What's up with these chairs? Are these like the Capisco special chairs? chairs? Do you like them? I, I'm still trying to figure these out. I don't know where they're to comfy. Put, I don't know where to put my. You could, like, you could also do the AC Slater. If you want, you could do this. This is good. Oh. See that? Yeah. That's nice. See that? I'm trying to. Figure That's out what's nice. going on here. Yeah. What are these called? Capisco chairs. What makes them? That's the brand it's like, name. It's like Herman it's Miller like, kind of thing. I, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a chair that is a brand. It's a brand name chair. I'm gonna keep my AC Slater like this. All right. Go ahead. Um, the, uh, the product business. Yes. So we haven't talked to me. Well, the the last, you know, we don't we don't regularly talk about the ins and outs of product, but um, a year ago. Mm. You were having problems because a lot of your suppliers for your basic materials were fucking pivoting to hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. how did that did the, how did that work itself out? Uh, I think so many people ran to hand hand sanitizer that it just you know and everything is kind of slowed down even though really it's picking up. I think mentally people are like yeah it's over kind of thing. Yeah. You know we don't we can. But we're not. We're not. We can talk about that. We don't need as much hand sanitizer as we like. Yeah. So that's that slowed down a lot of the uh, the canal issue with that that boat just like killed everybody in our industry. Oh really? Yeah. That was the fucking evergreen. Yeah. It was a nightmare for everybody. Really? Towels and and they were all on that boat. All that stuff. All the tchotchkes and brushes and was all on the evergreen. I mean, was not held up by the held up. up I don't know if it was on that boat or not, but. No shit. Every excuse I got was, do you know the suit? I'm like, yeah. So, I <laughs> really? mean, who, who, know, who knows what was going on there? But yeah, so a lot of that stuff's been uh, a huge challenge. A lot of raw materials been a huge challenge. It's opened up for sure, but the lead times, like if you don't have your inventory like on lockdown in terms of uh, what your sales rate is, it, basic stuff, what your sales yeah. rate is, you know what I'm talking about, uh, versus how much you have in inventory and how many weeks you have left. If you're not all over that, you're in trouble. Mm. Like I just ran out of stuff today. I was in the in the parking lot. Figuring out, I'm like, oh man, I ran out of brushes. Can't get brushes. Really? Can't get brushes. Brushes are just brushes are a nightmare. Huh? Yeah. I, why? I I don't know. Where are they from? Those China? Are from, no, those are from Germany. Oh, the problem of getting it from Germany. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Getting stuff out of Europe is a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St- shipping stuff to Europe is a nightmare. My number. You asked me my number one issue with with shipping. Remember, I'm one guy. Yeah, yeah. So that's the part that's like. 
people always go like, I talked to Donut Media, and they were doing something, and they're like, uh, how many staff members do you have? I'm like, zero. They're like, I don't understand. I was like, how many people do you have? They're like, we have, I don't know, it's like 25, <laughs> and four of them each, right? I'm like, what? Um, there's a whole thing yeah, with that. Yeah, I know. You go, who's paying? I don't understand what's going on right now. Um, I actually backed out of that video, too. We can talk about that. But um, yeah, so it's a, it's a bit of a challenge to get products there. So we're working really hard to figure out a new shipping thing because all of my international people, when I ship something, it's USPS. Mm -hmm. This is probably boring as hell for people, but no, USPS, it's, it's a nightmare because uh, it goes to that country. And when it goes to that country you have to pay the import taxes uh -huh. and a lot of times there's confusion as to what's going on so we're trying to figure out to get people to pay import taxes first and you have to sign up for all these things so to make sure that the, the, each Sucks. respective country gets their certain allocation of funds it's a whole nightmare but essentially it takes like four or five weeks to get like one bottle wow yeah so we're changing a bunch of that because it's driving people crazy rightfully so i mean if you were to send like UPS or fucking FedEx would it people, be I, the one thing that people don't realize and I'll just tell it here like my international shipping was $39 the truth of the matter between us people you were losing money on that 12% on every time so I was sending things like to Australia I just love Australia because I always wanted to go there and I'm like I have a soft spot for Australia I think they're it just sounds amazing to me but whatever I would ship Good things people down there. I, I'm, I have no idea but they sound awesome and they're always great um, I, I don't know what it is I love Australia I want to go there <laughs> Uh, and uh, every shipment that I go is over a hundred bucks, so I'm I'm writing a check for wow. seventy dollars in every shipment, and then, understandably so, the people come back from Australia and be like, "Dude, mate, this is like really expensive." I'm like, "Yeah, you paid thirty nine dollars. I paid eighty six dollars and forty two cents to get you your, your package, because I want them to have the package, and I want you know I want to grow the brand and all all the I made a decision to eat it. So basically, I'm wow. I'm, I'm not just like sending stuff for free. I'm eating." costs and at this point you I'm should like, require them to post it on their social media i don't require you should any be like i'm whatever, eating this but, but I, yeah you gotta justify this marketing expense for but, me yeah. I, but it, i'm saying that hand to god truth like i i believe it it's i was trying to do the right thing and grow the brand i believe and, it and people i understandably so are going like dude this costs a lot and i'm like Bro, you don't we even understand t-shirts and people would be like how come this t-shirt's 40 bucks in germany it's because because 38 of it is the shipping what yeah. the fuck do you want from me i but didn't make that rule i think people think that i'm in charge of the shipping costs i'm like believe me i if i could make it free i would make it free so you can buy more stuff and you know i don't make any money i you know so i'm I don't maybe know does, I'm it, how, does it say shipping and handling no that's why. If it said shipping and handling, then you've then they think it's like it's like it, a scam. They're because people do. There is uh, e-commerce models where they make money on it. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that. You can actually scale that up. I believe me. I am not making any money on shipping. I am losing a, a lot on shipping. If we had, just yeah, shipping is my biggest issue huh. by by far. Yeah. So anyway, Zach and Zach just had an article showing the uh, Germany supply chain. Uh, here we go. Germany's exports grew less than expected in May by a rate of only 0.3% for a month easier. In the same month, demand for manufactured goods declined uh, amid weak export orders for cars and industrial production fell. Uh, in July, confidence among uh, confidence in Germany's recovery among investors dropped significantly. Wow, the brush industry must be fucked. Yeah, it's been crazy. You would think Mercedes a says a lack of, lack of memory chips. And the challenge is likely to persist for two quarters. Uh, Renault's CEO said the effects of the semiconductor shortage will be felt through next year. I mean, we've also seen problems with uh, the container ships have been slowed down, yeah. unloading them. Like in Long Beach, there was a big problem for, I think, a couple months. Just unloading container ships was a really slow process. You know, the containers of, themselves have gone up five 
five times. Yeah. Like you buy like the metal container. To get a container has gone up like well, because yeah. wasn't because th- they're because people are only trying to ship shit one way, right? So they're ending up with these empty containers that they then have to figure pay to ship back empty mm-hmm. or to dispose of, right? Yeah, or and then there's also a draw of people doing the container homes. You ever see yeah, those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's all these like but they're poles. not using actual containers. I think they, no, they are, are, and they're they are. Them, yeah. I thought they were building like sort of sections that sort of like looked like containers. No, no, no they buy a container and they'll chop it up no, because containers are yeah. not. They're cheap. They're like fifteen hundred bucks. Yep. Contain- like because they have zillions of them, yeah, but now yeah. you can't get any of them. I have a guy I play hockey with that sells containers. So he tells us all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, for homes? Good. No, for sh- shipments. Oh, for shipping. They oh, yeah. make those containers. He's like we we physically cannot get the steel in to make enough containers, mm. which is like a weird. Well, thing. the raw material is an issue too. Yeah, the the manufacturers of our lifts here are talking about issues with steel getting steel. Fortunately, don't need that for my uh, my house. Yeah. Uh, China's shipping container costs hit all-time highs. Shortage will push. Prices of shipping containers more have doubled in the past year, and container freight rates are up 351% year over year. So to hold shipping rates, to go back to that, steady is insane. As a a consumer, the big problem is Amazon has really destroyed everything for small businesses. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. bringing something up that everybody knows, but their standard that they set, which is why they're awesome and all the wonderful things, is destroying the small business because I'm ex- as a consumer I'm expected to have the drone drop it off in ten minutes <laughs> yeah. and not charge me anything, which yeah. is great. Like how I'm not saying that from like oh you know it, th- that's the that's commerce that's how that works that's how good companies stay alive and bad companies flush away and we get better and better. So like I'm cool with the arbitrage of good businesses and bad but you know that kind of thing. Like well I mean yes but I I, I agree with you but a- in Amazon is um. You know their their model is to fucking just eat everything. Yeah, it's That's, it's hurting because that that mentality is in the consumer, and they think I just paid ten dollars for shipping. I'm like, it was thirteen ninety five. Like I, <laughs> I, but I I don't know how to like how do I say that and not look like like an unkind you know like a jerk. Hey man, I just I mean, paid four dollars more, and like my margin on that thing is almost nothing. So I made like four dollars. I mean, whatever in that example. I mean, I think you can say it like that. I know, I mean, but you, you, it's a very challenging, you know. I, if they're going to, here's the problem. If they're going to get mad anyway, you might as well charge them what it costs you. Because they're going to get mad anyway. I'm generalizing as well. Most, 99% of the customers are awesome, and I'm not like backpedaling right, right. at all. And I'm grateful for every one of them, et cetera, et cetera. But it's the one. Got these it's asterisks the, fucking ready to go. Don't yeah, you? I know, exactly. So <laughs> it, it's just the one, the, it's the one guy that you know that will tweak you and you're like how do i how do i make this guy happy kind of thing but that's really what's going uh, on i don't think it. that person you're going to make happy and in that case you might as well charge him what it costs you because he's going to bitch either way we're 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 trying to figure that out because i don't know if we can sustain the losses like that with the shipping right. now that it's gone up yeah. before it was like it's like a marketing expense to your point yeah now it's like a real line on the P&L. well so for, well, let's let's go better news what's like the new hot shit uh, I'm working on uh, a couple of new products. Um, we have more detailing business than we could possibly uh, do, so we're working with another group and potentially doing a few things, like I mentioned to you before, open up uh, uh, possibly another detail shop, down, like a mile from the shop, from the studio, from mm-hmm. my current studio. So that could be interesting, but it's still up in the air at this point. Um, new products, new website, that was a huge thing. I moved over to Shopify, which mm-hmm. is obviously well-known kind of thing slick interface and all slick that interface it's cool um but yeah you know life is good we're just uh we get a lot of uh, attention which is great 
uh, from larger companies and all this kind of thing. And I'm still kind of doing my own thing for, for, for now. And, uh, see what happens. The, the larger companies are just baffled as to what's going on, but it's not really a secret. It's like, well, be honest you, and know what you're doing. And, like, <laughs> shocking. Fine. Right. Like, so there's a lot of social media pull, like, how do I get all these things? I'm like, just start a channel and I like, know. learn how to like know what you're doing and then be honest about it and people will buy it or they won't. Yeah. It's like be well, authentic and create content consistently over a period of years. Right. And so it seems like rocket science. A lot of them it? are like, ah, you know, cause remember people go in and out of these companies. So if you have that one guy and you have a billion dollar company and that one guy's like, you know what? I'm going to leave. It's like, <gasps> you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, there's lots of cool things going on. Ammo's growing and, Everything's great. I don't know. How often yeah. do you think of a new product to make? Like, because like, you have a lot of stuff. So, you know, does that does your rate of development slow down? We're like, all right, I think we have most of the bases covered of, to how to make cars look perfect. Or no, that's a really good question. So, I have a whole list of dreams that I want to do that uh, I have in the works. But ninety nine percent of the time, which I know I'm onto something every single time I ask, like my, you know, obviously I'm not a chemist sitting there mixing stuff anymore but I know enough to be dangerous. So I say, hey, why don't we do this, this, and this? And they're like, "That we're gonna blow stuff. That, no, we cannot do that. <laughs> and I'm like, w okay, so tell me, like, what do we need to remove? So that kind of, because when you deal with a chemist, uh, typically speaking, and I'm also married to one, they're very focused on one, the way that it's done. And when you break that, hey, I understand it's the way it's done. Like, what if we did this? Uh, usually, like, like one out of every ten times, something like brilliant comes out of that. Like, there's no, I, there's no reason why this should be working. When they, I'm like, okay, we're on to something cool. now. This should be really cool. Wow, cool. So I have a ton of those because I hate the proverbial, you know, throw it against the wall, see what sticks kind of thing. But you know, you're playing the one, the ten percent kind of game. Uh, so I have a couple of new products that are amazing, like Reflex Pro. Mm -hmm. I have in a wet version that's coming out right now. So when your car's wet after you've rinsed it, you can go and spray it down. Uh, all the way around the car and then hit it with water. A couple other companies have now since come out with that, so it's not as revolutionary, but I've been working on it forever. Uh, kind of exciting news. I'm not exactly sure if I, quite frankly, can afford to do it, um, but I will unveil it on the show here. I have been working for the last two years um, before COVID, ironically, and I missed it by about three or four weeks because if I had hit it, I'd probably be a gazillionaire. Um, it, it's the first, what we believe, is the first interior uh, EPA regulated I me. Mean, I have an EPA number. I have EPA lawyer. I have, like you do not like you. There's a lot of people you can mess with. You do not f with the EPA. Like they will destroy you, just like the IRS, right? So I had to go through all these things. It took two years of making sure that the label had the right thing. So like mm -hmm. it was label I, making sucks. It, you don't even know. You, I do know. I worked at that company that made food labels. Food a, labels are regulated the same way. Crazy, it's like if the crazy. fucking every, oh, wait, you need to move this number two points to the left. It's like stupid the si little The shit. size of the smallest point and yeah, the, the yeah. space between them. and the I mean, it's like it, it's almost obnoxious at this point. So anyways, we got all this approval, and I have to go and register this product. The product, and you have to register it by state. If you didn't know, each state has a different registration process and a different amount of money. That's like in the oh, absurd amount of yeah. money per year, and then you have to hire a, a consultant, unless you do it yourself, which is insane, consultant to then monitor 
how the paperwork is going with all 50 states oh my god international so it's it's an obnoxious and what is the thing what's the product it's called restore and basically when you're done with the vehicle and this is something i had on my wall on 2000 in 2020 having on my picture i'm like hey what are we going to be what what do you think we're going to see soon so i'm not pretending like i predicted this but i i'm telling you it's on the wall so i i hit one out of the park there i just couldn't get it in time which was all the bacteria. I was like, there's so much bacteria in a car and we're worried about oh, yeah. the level of shininess. I'm like, but at some point I want, I don't want boogers and stuff, you know, kids and all mm-hmm. that throw up. And we spent a lot of time, eight hours driving in the car. I want it to be clean. So we came up with this product that I wanted the EPA to say, I could use the word, are you ready? Kill. You cannot use the word kill oh, right. on a label without having the EPA, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. Give this Can you say antibacterial? Cool. You, there's there's so many loopholes and antimicrobial, and uh-huh. it does this in 24 hours. And it, so I'm sure there's regulations, and I'm not looking to kick a beehive, so I, I can't speak to that. But I know that there's a ton of things where you can kind of come close, but the line is way over there. Nobody goes close because you're gonna, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you use the word kill, or destroy, or mm-hmm. there's all these you know other words, adjectives, or whatever, uh, that you'd get in big trouble if you did that. So, anyways, this particular one is hard and soft surfaces, which is the, the concept where people go, what? So if you have Lysol, which obviously Lysol is like a gazillion dollar company, and they manufacture, and it kills in 99% of the blah, 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 in X amount of time, mm-hmm. that's the kind of the, the key. Because you can put something on, wipe it off, it won't kill anything. Right, it has to, to sit the, there for like 60 seconds whatever, or whatever Some are 20, yeah. some are 30, depends on what you're trying to kill. Isn't it the same, it's the same thing with hand sanitizer and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. but this one is a so- hard and soft. Which so is you could do it on leather? You can do it on leather, and you can do it on cloth. Cloth. Oh. You can do it on carpets. You oh, can do cool. all that stuff, and it doesn't hurt the interior. Wow. So, like, people are like, well, couldn't you just kill? Like, what could I use to kill the interior? And I do this all the time to kind of bend people's brains. I said, just go in underneath your sink. And they're like, okay, okay, yeah, underneath your sink. And then uh, take a, the bottle of bleach. And like, okay, yeah, I got it. Okay. And I'm like, then just pour it in the inside, and you'll kill everything. And they're like, oh, wait a second, really? Is that going to bleach? Is that going to, you know? And I was like, well, yeah, it's going to turn everything white. They're like, well, I was like, I'm making a point here. You have to. There's a level. You're going to hit it with a bazooka, or you're going to hit it with a sniper. You you, you got to pick what you're trying to. Yeah. So this one is is I, I can't even describe in terms of I've made so many products over the years of you know how many years I've been doing this. It's the same process. The legal regulatory blah blah. blah it, it just goes through the cycle all the time, and I get a legal letter saying that the labels have been approved. From. Mm. This one is a whole other level. Now that it took two years to get the label approved, to get the remember. How do I describe this? I am nothing compared to companies. Like I'm just annoying little gnat that's always like there trying to be like, hey, what about this? Hey, what about that? And these big companies are like, this guy again kind of thing, right? So when they go in, they go with these huge muscles. So for me to be able to be persistent enough, like me getting into college, I shouldn't have gotten into that college. I just sat there and said, I'm not going anywhere. I can tell you, you know that story. And after a while, they're like, okay, just give him what he's asking because he's driving us crazy. You know what I mean? So. For me to be able to have access to the, these particular chemicals and be able to blend them is insane because, like, you know, P&G and, you know, Johnson & Johnson and Procter & Gamble, all these big companies are the ones that are, you know, being able to sit at the table at that, that sort of level. So, so it's a big deal. You're just talking about to get the chemicals just to, to get, make the stuff? Yeah. Or are you talking about to get the attention of the EPA to get the process put through? I'm saying to get... To be at the table, to be able to grab the raw materials, to mm. to then be able to make it, then for those companies, they have to have it registered with the EPA. It's probably boring as hell for people, but well, no, it's, it's, it's very complicated. Is the point I'm making to Zex? So, like, I can make a spray wax or whatever, and it takes a couple of weeks, and I change it, which I've just changed my spray wax for the fourth time. I'm always like, you know what? I've had this one for a while. 
now that the humidities are changing and the paints are, be, I'm always kind of tweaking things. I don't like, I've had this one for 40 years. It's like, you kind of can't because the paints are yeah, kind of, yeah. things change. Mm-hmm. Interiors are made of vinyl. Then. Yeah. yeah. Like, so <laughs> like you got to have to, you kind of have to know what you're doing and be on top of it. But this particular one, I'll, I'll end with this. You, once everything is done and it's clean, it's not a cleaner. It's you put it on and it kills like legit kills anything that's on there and there's 5,000 things that you can read what it kills. One of them is SARS-CoV-2, which is mm. obviously COVID. Um, so that's like a massive... And but you and you put it on after the car is clean? Correct. Bef- not before you do the clean? No. Huh. A- unless it's like one, like when I'm doing like a barn find. Yeah, yeah. I like soak that in terms of like, <laughs> I like get in this thing. Yeah, yeah. And then, then I'll go in and clean or whatever. But yeah. the point is it's not removing dirt. You're, cl- right, you're But is it leaving anything on the on the leather at all? No, I do tell people to wipe it down afterwards because I'm still just being crazy. Mm. And you can hit it with lather or, what, you know, you can do a little quick little cleaner. But like, you know that it's not just like, yeah, I think it's doing like, I, it's on the label. The EPA approved it. And uh, I forgot to say this part. After about like a year, a little less than two years, we finally got it to be able to say car interiors. <laughs> that was like a huge thing. As opposed them. to what? Couches. Oh. And, you know. So why, home. what is the difference? I don't know. <laughs> it's the same material and stuff yeah. in theory to like us guys talking about it, but it means something to them. And I respect, you know, whatever they're saying. And yeah. they finally, it was a big deal. It'd be like, we can say car interiors now. Because wow. I was going to have it as a crossover product. Uh-huh. So it's kind of neat. It's kinda, I, I'm not even sure it's still going to come out because I have to figure out if I can even afford it. If, to register for the States, it's yeah, yeah. it's like insane amount of money. So I don't even know if I'm... I, I'm wow. I don't even know if I can make it profitable. I'm saying too much. But I don't even know if I can make it profitable. But I feel like I'm somewhat... I need it. Yeah. Meaning like as a detailer, I need the product. Yeah. And so it's like whatever. Can you just point. like make it for yourself? Yeah, but I still have to register it. Even if you're just making it for yourself? In my one state, so it'd be, yes, a, a little mm. bit cheaper, but then, like, I'm going to get 10,000 phone calls. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest with you, I can't even register in all the states. I can't afford it. Yeah. So I'm doing uh, 22 states. Just my like 22 your, your top. Most, your 20, most 22 states. Right. So yeah. am I doing, like, North Dakota? I love North Dakota. It's great. Sure. But <laughs> I can't. <laughs> right. But how big is the market in Alaska right. for detailing yeah, 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 Thank, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. That's my, I, yeah. So it's a register for that and then to keep up with it. And if I violate it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's annoying as fuck. Yeah. So craziness. Wow. Dude, that's really cool, though. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, you, you keep climbing these mountains, and that one seems real big. Well, to be the... F- I, that's I cool. mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure the other... But I haven't seen any smaller guys have... EPA read... Uh, like, if you started it today, it I would mean, take it's you- not the kind of thing that fucking stupid me looks at or thinks about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like... It's one of those... It's just one of those things where if you're... what, You know... You're in the industry, you know, it's like people who watch our videos don't think about the eight hours of emails I do a day in mm. order to make, you know, mm. to get those videos yeah. made. It's like, yeah. here's two guys and they're in a car and they have GoPros. Like, how fucking hard could that be? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, Detail in the car. You see the list on. of all the things that yeah. are They see the video I mean, like, oh. You know, but, but, you know, it's the same thing with food labels and stuff. Like, the consumer of food doesn't necessarily think about what this person had to go through mm. to get to make this food like legal to sell you know what i mean but like i un- I, I definitely now that you explain it understand how much of a pain in the dick it could be mm. and what what language can and can't be used and stuff like that like i i i hope the consumer appreciates something like that i i hope they can tell the difference 
You know what I mean? Between antimicrobial and blah, blah, blah. It's and confusing, kills, like, which I think the video will, you know, when the video finally comes out, if I do decide to do it. So I'm not guaranteeing that this is going to come out. Yeah, I have yeah. to see if I can even afford it to be just, I'm being brutally honest. Yeah. It's really freaking expensive. But the industry has gone from $13 billion in 2020 it projected to be $26 billion in 2026. So wow. literally doubling in the, the car care market is is insane. So uh, there's the point I'm trying to make is there's a lot of eyes on making sure the efficacy of the product right. is, is real. Yeah. And back in, this was back probably five, six years ago at SEMA, and I've probably told you this story, but maybe not. I literally walked into a booth, and everybody was watching, by the way, and I'm sure they can understand. They probably know exactly who I'm talking about. They were, everybody was watching me when I walked into this booth because it was a car care booth, right? I walked in. I picked up the bottle. I'll never forget this. I'm not exaggerating at all. On the back of the bottle, the label said, the warning said, warning, will make your car too shiny. <laughs> and I, I, I remember I went like this. I put it down and I went like this. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to have fingerprints on it. I wanted nothing. I walked away. I was like, ah, I know too much about labels. I mean, it sounds will like. Will make your car too, too shiny? Yeah. I'm. What is. <laughs> Maybe it was just a mock-up or whatever, but I... Is that a goof? I, it seems like marketing. That's what it just seems, sounds like to me. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a federal crime is what it is. Like, that's that, a federal crime? That's like a... That's a... You can't... There's no warning on it. It doesn't tell you how to use it. Does it like, what the point I'm trying to make is if you monkey around with labels, you're going to get in big trouble. Oh, so that was probably oh. not something they would deliver to a store. I don't yeah, know because I, I, I said that too. I was like thinking, I was like, no, this has got to be a mock-up for yeah. SEMA. But all of them had the same Did thing. Did you ever go find it? No, I ran point. out of there in like two seconds. Right, I don't want but anything. have you ever gone into a fucking auto parts store <laughs> later and looked no. on the shelf and the, see these if These weren't that... on auto parts. These are these oh, were like... Yeah. Uh, this e is like promo stuff. Oh, it's like... No, uh, it no, was stuff you buy on the internet? Internet. It was internet stuff. It was a smaller guy who's relatively large now, but I, I'm sure that's it changed, hilarious. but enough where I was like, whoa, that's kind of frightening. Even now, the, well, the labels aren't exactly correct on a lot of them. Well, it's interesting because on the one hand, you know, yeah, the EPA can fucking ruin your life. On the other hand, are they choosing to ruin anybody's life? You know what I mean? Are they actually watching? You know, I know it's important to do it right. I mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And here at here at Westside, the fucking my contractors scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. The fucking inspector, you better fucking yeah. If they come in here and they see and they see and they see and they fucking scared the shit out of me. Mm. And and although I um, you know they he literally made me think like inspectors were going to be driving around, you know, looking for shit. You know, and and you got to plan for the worst. Man. Of course you do, but I I feel like. Uh, we we uh, are in a world right now where these regulatory agencies are just fucking not enforcing anything. You couldn't be more true, and the detailing industry is... I predict at some point that is going to come down and people are going to start to realize, hey, so we did, you know, remember Eileen that used to work with yeah. me? We were planning for that. And I'm not inviting anyone to look at it, but I, I feel very, very confident. I'm not 100% confident. I'm not inviting an inspection, but that we are within the, the bounds of the law and then one step below. Like, we're, we're not even close to the line. You and I think about this kind of shit. I'm terrified like, about I'm that. I'm terrified of the IRS. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, don't monkey I, around with that at all. I don't all. fuck around with this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if the fire here, all my inspections, my t annual testing, I don't fuck around with stuff. Mm. But, like, uh, the other half of me is, like, so aware of the fact that powerful people seem to be flaunting these agencies' rules. Um... The, the previous administration 
uh, we're putting people in charge of these agencies that actively despise them, mm-hmm. and we're trying to trying to fucking remove their ability to to really. And so I think it's it's interesting that that uh, we think about it as don't fuck around with it, and other people are like whatever, you know. And it's and and their products are for the time being, you know, on the shelves and selling and, yeah. and you know whatever. Back in the day, about three years ago. Uh, there's, there's a thing called the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Right. right. Like Heard everybody that. knows about that. Yeah. Poison Prevention Act, all these yeah. things. I was so concerned. I don't know how long have you known me. I'm mental about everything. I'm yes. like high yes, strung, right? I was so high strung about this that I wanted it to be right that I called the C- CPSC. And there's a thing called ombudsmanship. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard that word? I know. I've like, heard the word. Yeah. So you can call them and say like, hey, man. Uh, I need you to look at my labels to make sure that they're right. We think we've done everything right. I've had my lawyers look at them. Mm-hmm. I had the, there's label lawyers, which is insane. There's a lawyer for everything. Label lawyers look at them. I have approval letters from this and that. Can you, you are the final. Right, right. And it took forever to look at it. And they were right. It's basically they take a good faith look at your shit, right? Yeah. Where it's like, if it's wrong, they don't come and fine you no, for no, it no. being wrong. No, it's like, like I invited it yeah, as it's a, good, you know, I pulled my shirt up. Or, yeah, 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 so yeah, we did yeah. that. And a lot. Of, I remember talking to my manufacturers and like, are you insane? I'm like, yeah. Uh, yes, probably. I was like, I like, I have to be able to sleep at night. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're perfect. Or Bro, whatever, you should but. have seen my fucking guy's face. I got a call from the fire inspector mm. who said to me, hey, Matt, um, would you mind if I brought 30 inspectors into your place so that I can show them how you did this and, and, how, and what to look for when inspecting other facilities. What did you, how did you respond to that? Yeah, come on down. Wow. And I and fucking I had a customer come in and there's fucking thirty brass in here <laughs> looking around and going, Oh shit, hey, can you make the lifts go? They're fucking taking pictures. So like, can I put this on Instagram? They like this is the coolest thing ever. Wow. And I and 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 they used it as the example. That's great. But like, you know, I'm glad they didn't fucking see anything off. Right. You know, but but you know, a lot of people have been like, uh, no, come no. back with a warrant. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? Um, but I was like, yo, f- roll up. I'm not, I'm not hiding shit, mm. you know? So, but, but at the same time, I'm just so aware of the fact that, that these, the, these oversight agencies have really been stripped of a lot of their resources and power. They don't have time. Des- by design over right. the last few years. You Think know? about, at least in the car care world, if we are subject to like kids, uh, you know, eating caps and all right. these kids. They're going to focus on that, and they should be. I don't yeah. want my kid to have, you know, cribs cra- collapsing or yeah, whatever's yeah, going yeah. on. Like, cleaning cars is, like, on the very bottom of the list yeah. of things. So it's a Let's little bit... Let's do it on your own driveway in California, which is a crime. You, you get, you know, so, yeah, so this <laughs> yeah. is California. But you yeah. get my point. It's it's a little bit of the Wild West right now, so you yeah. have to kind of self-regulate and... Yeah. Hope for the best. Let's uh, let's go to the Patreon page. Do our patrons have any uh, anything to contribute? This is our first uh, our first Q and A for behind the uh, the Patreon. So there's a lot of people saying uh, saying hi. Nice, happy to be uh, patrons hi, and being in this. Oh, wait a second. All right, hang on. Go go, go, go go up here. Is this Dan? Miles. Miles is a very big. Oh. Uh, 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 I like oh, him. Thanks, Miles. Yeah, Miles uh, Dan, this is a long question. Okay, hang on. Uh, best car that can do a lot. For around fifty thousand dollars, I need four doors for kids and a dog. Good to drive around town. Good on a weekend drive on a good road. Hit up an the autocross. occasional autocross six a year, once one track day a year. Leaning golf R with a tune. 
but I thought we might have a better answer. He uh, got out of a BMW 435i and has a 03 Forerunner for uh, functionality. Golf R is not a bad choice. I mean, it's a it, that's a good choice. Under- Seems a little small for. For for no, uh, kids good. and a dog, I think it's okay. Depends how old your kids are. Depending, it's not unless it's a Great Dane, um, right? I'd go R S three or M three. Yeah, uh, I, I would say M three for sure. Depends on where you live. Does Fifty right? grand gets you a nice F eighty M three. Yeah, I think it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. If you can get an F eighty M three with a stick, that would be delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, Fifty grand will also get you a uh, a used Shelby three fifty. Uh, with a track pack, uh, it'll get you a lightly used t- uh, RS3 uh, yeah. Audi, yep. which is hotter than the Golf. Like Golf R is a nice car, but the five cylinder in the RS3 that's the jam. Mm-hmm. Because not just because the fout is from the factory, because it's quite stout from the factory, but the 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 RS3 has an upgraded dual clutch gearbox compared to the Golf R. It's tougher. It can handle more power, um, and you put like four parts on that five cylinder, and you're making 600 horsepower. Wow. Like easy, mm-hmm. easy 600 horsepower. Um, so if you can if you can get into an RS3, uh, I would I would say that. Um, you know that's that's prime like STI territory if you want to be that kind of thing. Fifty grand will buy you um, the back seat thing. Is a tough one. It's a lot tighter. It's a lot tighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would rather ride in the back of an M3. Probably. Uh, C- CTSVs are they? They're around there, right? A CTSV wagon I mean, is going to be fifty grand. Yeah, that's and, amazing. Yeah, but they're old now, right? You know, that's not that's, that's an old car. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I'm going. How M3. much are you getting for your Macan GTS? Forty-two. A Macan GTS or a used Macan Turbo would rip. Pretty awesome. I mean, you'd be surprised at how good it would, mm. might be at an autocross. That's true. Yeah. Very true. Uh, or a um, Lexus, Lexus GSF, lightly used. It's an excellent V8, good balanced chassis. Um, I think th- I think that would be uh, those would be some some suggestions. There's not. Um, well, well, if you can hold out a little bit. Uh, the the I I can't talk too much about it because of embargo, but the Lexus IS five hundred is coming, and that is a, certainly an interesting package. Even if you just know what you know, it's an IS with the V eight in it, and that is cool. Um, or I'll use maybe I'll use C sixty three. They're fun. C sixty threes are a good time. Yeah, they're rowdy. Mm. They're they're angry. They're nice. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Ryan Morris. Uh, got a promotion and wants a great sports car, but prices are stupid. I ride my bike to work or I work from home, so I have no practical needs because the wife has a Prius. My only needs are household shopping, skiing, and maybe towing a go-kart trailer. Driven a few Macans and love them. Is it worth it to get a Macan for a few years and wait for a sports car or keep holding out for now? Problem is he didn't give us a budget. He didn't give us a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, the Macans are great. I mean, I we just did the review of the new Macan GTS. It's fucking awesome. They're so Rips. good. So the good. The new one is even better than the one you've got. The right. handling is extraordinary. Right. Really, really, really extraordinary. Um, but I, I'm with you. Prices are stupid on sports cars right now, and they won't get any better until all the supply chain issues are fixed. And that's going to be a long time. I mean, it's a lot. You know, you're going to have to pay up if you want something now. Um, you know, 
the, the, the towing a trailer for carting is sort of the wild thing here. I mean, I guess you could tow a trailer with like a Corvette. I mean, want. a cart trailer is going to weigh like, uh, you know, 500 pounds. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't think that would be too big of an issue. Skiing is an interesting one. Yes. If you're going, I, I think. I would say Macan. I think Macan. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. Macan is a nice ski cart. Yeah. I mean, you, you put, made the I point. I put good tires on it, you're, you're ready to go. I yeah. mean, f- and for the price of a Macan, you could also get a, a used Panamera that's pretty cool, too. Mm. You know, uh, I don't I don't know exactly where they even out, but, like, I love Macans. I think a Macan S with a tune and exhaust or a GTS or a Tar, they're fucking great. Mm. I don't know what your budget is, um, but, but it's not just the prices of, as Larry just said, with his Macan that he's trading out, it's not just the prices of sports cars that are ridiculous right now. I mean, car makers cannot get new inventory, and consequently, secondhand inventory is really, really in demand. My car's sold already. Yeah. It's just I mean, waiting for me to give it, give it back. Yeah. Um, you know, alternatively to the Macan, you know, the X3M is is pretty sweet. Uh, the competition version is very stiff, mm. um, and and the GLC sixty three uh, is pretty bitching too. It's got mm. a real hot V eight in it, and I mean they're probably tough to get because Mercedes can't can't build V eights right. right now. So those pro- prices probably went up. They're after pr- they that probably did. Yeah. yeah, but if you can get a GLC sixty three, they're pretty cool. Or a GLA forty five. GLA forty five that I reviewed uh, is nice. You know, some snow tires on it. That thing would be a bad motherfucker That's on a true. ski trip. Yeah, comfortable and and you could rip. You could run that in an autocross. Uh, you could probably take it to a track day and it'll be fun. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it'd be a good time. Yeah. Um, question for Larry: Are there a reason? Is there a reason why your cars aren't ever colored? Yeah, Larry. All your wife's are. All your cars are black or silver, and. Why don't you buy uh, the, oh, new, the one new one? Is, is Neptune, Neptune Blue? Blue. I think we answered that already because you, you are getting a color. I am getting yeah. a color. Uh, black is the hardest to maintain. Silver is the easiest. So I figured, <laughs> why not? Good spread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My parents uh, didn't buy colors for a while. It was always silver or something. Silver's the easiest. Yeah. My mom got a, my mom's got a blue Q5 now, which is she was really? like she's like I got a new car. It's blue. Mm. She's really excited that yeah. it's blue. Yeah. And she took my advice because she had an SQ5. Yeah. Which that S has never been wasted more on anybody. (laughs) (laughs) And so she got a two liter, you know, two five. And my dad is, uh, he buys, he only, he he needs to, he points. He doesn't want to order. He doesn't want to have them. So like whatever's on the lot kind of thing. I want to, I want to drive home in this motherfucker today. Mm. And because of that, he ends up with the weirdest spec that people that Mm. don't. To what? Green with you the white his interior. Cayenne? No, his Cayenne now. He's got huh. the ugliest Cayenne on earth. What is it? It's a turbo. It's like a 2017 Cayenne turbo with the full sport design aero kit, the sport design wheels, mm. and it's got a chocolate interior with extended burl wood. It is heinous looking. But he got it, you know, from, from Town Motors. Right. It was sitting on the lot. Someone obviously ordered it and then bailed once they realized what they'd done. Mm. And they basically gave it to him for the price of if it didn't have any of that shit on it. Yeah. You know, it was like a 155 sticker. They gave it to him for like 120. Mm. He's like, I paid 120. I'm like, that's what it would have cost if it didn't have all that ugly shit on it, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Larry, uh, Elliot says, any recommendations for minimal or lazy car care? I mean, like yourself. Uh, I mean, like if you wanted to take care of your car and not work too hard, hydrate. Yeah, you put a coating on it. 
That's pay, true. Pay somebody to, to, to repair it, you know, to paint, correct it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. Put a coating on it, Ammo Reflex Pro, whatever you pick. Mm-hmm. And then power wash it, hydrate it, you're out the door. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do that. My my, my <laughs> Safari, it had Expel film mm-hmm. with Reflex coating over it. That's like, And I could just fucking just spray. All day long. And hydrate, and it was done. Yeah. It was great. The, the flip side is if you wanted to make it, like, insane, like you said, if you clear bra the whole thing... You're basically too. done. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, Larry, uh, Tim says, Larry, when are you opening up the ammo studio for training? He's going to rupees later this month. Rupes. 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 Um, hopefully soon. I know I've been saying that and people are losing their minds, but hopefully soon. I'm trying to figure that out. And I want it to be like the end all be all training and I'm way overthinking it probably. Yeah, you are. And you're also scatterbrained as fuck. Yeah. Thank you. You yes. are. You're t- you're not you you you're good at training by fucking doing, mm. but you need to have someone else organize the curriculum. I said I need a Zach. I'm desperate for a Zach. Well, don't take uh, fucking mine. Yeah, well, it, I don't want to live. My in fucking these crazy. my fucking manager up came up here. He goes, "Hey, I think Larry's trying to take Clinton." Yeah, is that, is that said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go. Yeah, I don't but, think Clinton uh, wants to move to Connecticut. Yeah, I, I, I think you're fine. <laughs> Clinton's never seen snow. I don't think he wants to leave LA. <laughs> Uh, Elemental Garage says uh, he's about to take on a paint correction on a 68 GT500 KR. Very cool car. Uh, Any advice for approaching the original fiberglass painted panels on the trunk and hood versus what you might do if they're metal? Uh, Good question. So the metal is going to uh, sort of dissipate the heat a little bit better. Then say fiberglass. Fiberglass is going to heat up a whole like this thing, you know that's covered mm-hmm. fiber, but the same concept. Mm-hmm. It's going to heat up really fast. So my advice to you would be make sure you work uh, slower speeds, maybe less pressure, that kind of thing, and realize that you have a higher percentage chance of burning through the paint. That doesn't mean you are going to burn through the paint. It's just when metal heats up. If I heat one end of the metal up, you can eventually feel it over here. If you do that with on fiberglass, fiberglass it doesn't, do it. doesn't do anything. So that means when you hit the polisher here, all that heat isn't spreading out mm. and kind of chilling it, it's it's condensed it's, in that it, one it's area. in that one same spot. thing with carbon yes mm. like this you're not it's not going to transfer any heat interesting yeah so you just gotta be a little more careful all right d golf r says uh, i'm new to track days and i'm going to my first event the beginning of october would you recommend having a dedicated set of track wheels and tires in addition to a set of lightweight wheels and summer rubber not for your first day your first track day i would i would run what you brung yeah, uh, and maybe even your first five or six track days, I would run. If it's run literally your first track day, I think you need to go and just like it's the first day of school and figure out where to go, what to sign up, yeah. get the insurance. Like that's half mm-hmm. of the battle. And then if you get a couple of laps or whatever, then you're kind of cool. I think you kind of you can't just like walk into a, a track day the, like brand brand new. Yeah, like you got you don't even know where you're going, what to wear, what to bring. Yeah. Well, if stuff. he already has, if I'm reading this, it seems like he already has a set of lightweight wheels with summer tires. Right. And I think even if you become an experienced track driver i don't think you need a second set of lightweight wheels with track tires unless you're going to start running slicks yeah or unless you're breaking wheels because like a good set of lightweights in summers like that's what you'll probably run at the track yeah yeah i would say lightweights in summers and maybe like stocks and snow tires or something like that you know depending mm. on where you live yeah you know or all seasons but like i wouldn't go to your first track day thinking about modifying your car that's the worst idea i would i would i would go to at least a couple of track days where until you get to the point where you can feel not that that 
certain aspects of your car might not be able to keep up with the rest of it. You know, before Spencer died, you remember Spencer? Yeah, of course. The first thing that he he always said to me, he goes, you know, it's a number one modification that people do on uh, cars before they go to the track. And I was like, I, I don't know, exhaust and engine? He's like, yeah, exhaust, engines. He's like, the number one thing that you need to do? Your tires. Stuff, nothing. Brakes. Oh, yeah. I was like, nobody sure. does anything with brakes. Yeah, He's yeah. like, the brakes are the number one. Like, yeah. You're going to. Fluid and pads. Yeah, but to your point, just leave the car the way that it is. It's probably better uh, than. And that. I wouldn't, unless you're literally going for lap times. Right. If you really care about that stopwatch, which mm. you shouldn't for your first 30 track days care about the stopwatch, mm. um, that's when it's like, I need special wheels, you know, and, and stuff. And, and I understand why people want special wheels, but like, you, you don't, you don't really need that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Ramon says, yesterday I had a can of primer in my car and as I was taking it out, a drop dripped on my seat. It didn't have hardener mixed in, but all it had was dish soap. Didn't really do much. Is there a way to get out primer? Oh my gosh! Oh it, de- it depends on the type of primer. Is it oil based? Is it you know what? It, I, I would need more information, but essentially, uh, I wouldn't let that dry. Do you see any questions? Yeah, out there? Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. let that dry and, and hit that. And I'm guessing it already has because we've been doing this we've show. We've been for doing this show for a while, so it's probably already dry. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, tweezers. It, yeah. Literally pick that shit out. Yeah. I'd have to see pictures. Tell them to send me an email. Turpentine. Well, yeah, if you want the good. It depends on the... If the color of your interior is white, then yeah, use uh, turpentine and bleach and you'll be fine. But uh, Okay. Uh, do we have a lot left, Zach? Because I, I, I have to end the show we... in like oh, a few minutes. Okay. We're going to try to get through all these. So these I are don't people know, that dude, are like They're patrons. Right. I don't... We haven't figured out yet, like... I don't think we're going to guarantee that we're going to be able to answer all these questions. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm excited. I'm the first person kind of going through this. I'm excited. It's not been a shit show, honestly. Uh, What would be defined as a shit show? Like, what does that mean? Either nobody at all listened uh, or people were just being assholes. uh, Seems like people are into this. Um, Martin Bueno uh, got paint protection film installed on the car in 2019 heavily used on the highway if I wanted to get the front end repainted should I get it removed by a professional or just send it to the body shop I got paint protection film installed on my in car two, so, two years ago right so then why does he need to get his car repainted I don't know maybe it's not on the whole the whole car maybe, maybe he got, got into an accident over bad paint yeah if it's over bad paint then you need to get it repainted I mean, if he, it's clear I, think, broad, I think the question is, if he's going to get the car painted anyway, right. should he have a separate professional remove the film or just have the body shop oh do it? Oh, my gosh, no, body shop. Just have the body shop yeah, do it. Yeah. I agree. They're going to paint it anyway. Yeah, and are they going to ruin it? Uh, yeah, they'll paint uh, Oh, Craig uh, Redmond, did we see the stolen NSX that crashed running from the cops yesterday? Oh, no. That's terrible. We did now. Someone stole it and ran from the cops and fucked Can it up. Can you imagine the owner of that car is like, really? Yeah, it sucks. Like that, that's I hope they had Haggerty declared value. Um, uh, Gray one Niffy question: Any effect? Any tips on effective exterior detailing when living in an apartment? It's I have a covered spot but open to the air. Uh, right, this is this is almost like a, a they have no question. they have no water. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I have a product called Frothy, and it comes in a container. It's probably my number one seller. That was a I did, you know, Zach was kind of alluding to it before. We had a lot of problems where I was doing cars where it's like 25 cars deep. I can't run a hose mm-hmm. around 25 cars. I'm like, how can we possibly do this? And long short of it, there you go. Thank you. Makes uh, a waterless wash. Makes a waterless wash. We call it hoseless wash. But 
Uh, it's a ton of lubrication. It feels like soap on your paint, but you can actually wipe it away. If you actually put soap on your paint and then rinse it away, it put, leave all these marks, mm-hmm. obviously, because you have to use water. So we uh, made it uh, based on what's called a humectant, which is like shaving cream. When you put oh, shaving yeah, cream yeah. on, it's the same concept. Mm-hmm. It absorbs the water around, keeps it lubricated, makes cool. it, et cetera, et cetera. All so right. there you go. There you go. Frothy. Frothy in the aerator or the aerator kit. Oh, yeah, that you need the aerator. Okay. Uh, for me, how has my quality of sleep been since I stopped smoking weed? I had a couple weeks of no sleep, and then I had a whole bunch of nightmares, and uh, now I'm feeling a little better. It's I, I've had, I had a couple dreams the last couple days that weren't nightmares, which was good. I had a week of horrible nightmares. When you went off of weed? Yeah, quitting weed, yeah. What? Wait, do you have good dreams now? I had a couple of dreams that, I, I don't know if they were good, they were weird, well, but they fine. weren't nightmares. Well, that's, I didn't wake up going, good. oh, fuck me. Because you, yeah, yeah. you said you never had a good dream. Yeah, yeah, no. So this is good I've never the had THC good dreams. or whatever it is does your brain? Like what? Weed makes you not dream. Go to sleep, wake up. Nothing in between. And so what's, why is this happening now? Because I quit you? smoking weed. I don't smoke weed and I don't have dreams. Well, you're lucky you. You're incredibly lucky. So like most I people had, have I like had nightmares. nightmares all the- I, no, no, no. I don't know about most people. I had nightmares. And one of the things I liked about weed was that it made all that go away. And when I quit smoking weed, for two weeks, I had horrible nightmares. And I was like, well, this is my life now. This is fucked. But in the last week, it's gone away. It's it's balanced out. It's good. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Um... Uh, I can't answer every single question. We're gonna try. Zach, yeah, just do. To find I'm doing training. Uh, uh, okay. Larry, what is Larry's recommendation for a hydrophobic or Scotchgard-like material for a canvas convertible top? Scotchgard. Just, just <laughs> straight Scotchgard. No, Scotchgard is great. You can use Aerospace 303. There's a couple of things, a couple of things out uh, that are out there, but they're all. It's literally the same chemical. Mm. Um, so yeah, Scotchgard okay. is fine. Uh, Jack Martin is in lockdown for the tenth week in Australia. Wants books uh, to help with mental health. I mean, the the two I've written, ri- uh, written the two I've read recently are the Four Agreements and uh, the Power of Now. And what do you? I'm sure you have at least one recommendation beyond that. Yeah, let me think on okay. that. I really I recommend the power of now and the four agreements. Um, and in, if I if I go to another one, I will. Uh, I'll, if I find another one, I'll let you What's know. What's the name of that book? If Larry finds, I'll let you know. Um, let's see. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? You ever see that book? It's like how to not give a f about things. Oh yeah, the subtle art of not giving. That, yeah, a fuck. I just finished that. There's one. A, that's a good one. That's a really good one. And that really will help you if you are obsessed with work twenty four seven. If you can't turn off work, if work, you know, if if the if you feel the need to see that email at ten p.m. and respond, uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck yeah, is a I very just good one. That book. It's basically how to make yourself less available without without harming your productivity mm. and without making people think less of you. It's it's actually a, quite an interesting book. Yeah, I do re- I recommend that one too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else, Zach? Um, no? Nope. Okay. That's it. I think that was a good first uh, Patreon live stream. Yeah, thanks That's for good. having me. That's, That's cool. good. We didn't get to every single question, but we got to a lot of them. Uh, our, our YouTube stream health uh, was good, and uh, this show will be up in the regular rotation uh, next week on on Tuesday, I believe. Right? It's Tuesday. This one will go up next Tuesday. Next to the public. Tuesday. It's going to go up to our uh, pro drivers, basically in an hour. In an once hour. I remaster it and everything. Yeah. yeah. We originally said that the live stream would just stay up for the pro drivers, but we very quickly realized that actually they would prefer 
the hour for Zach to remaster the audio so that what they get to watch is like good mm-hmm. instead of waiting. Yeah, we did a poll and it was twenty to one. Say hey for an hour. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if you want to, if you're listening to this not not part of the live stream and you want to get down on any of those perks, patreon.com slash the smoking tire podcast. Of course, Larry is monyc.com. All of his products, monyc on Instagram and on Twitter. The YouTubes. And on YouTube, of course. Uh, the video of doing Mike's Musto's car will be, what, I don't know, forever from now? Yeah, a couple of weeks. Takes him a long time We have the Bricklin coming out next oh, week. Oh, yeah, the Bricklin. And then the P45. Oh, yeah, cool. Glickenhaus P45. That's cool. We didn't even talk about driving Glickenhaus cars. No, that'll be one for next time. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming down, dude. Have a safe trip home, and uh, I'll see you again soon. Everyone else, uh, with with uh, the live folks, we'll be back tomorrow uh, with uh, my friend Robin, who uh, is the owner of Cars um, Classic Auto Relocation Services. She runs a big shipping and logistics company, Ooh. which um, uh, she's a very interesting woman, has a very interesting collection of cars. She's really funny. It'll be great. That's cool. Uh, so that's tomorrow. And uh, for the rest of y'all, we'll see you later. Bye.